Welcome to the return of Dark Docs Digest. I am your host, Christian Coffins, and I would like to thank Greg Fernandez Jr. for um, putting this on YouTube live. And um, we still don't have enough subscribers to have the privilege of being live on YouTube anymore anyway. So uh, if you could take a moment and please go to youtube.com forward slash, I think it's Dark Docs, or let's see. Uh, you can go to darkdocs.com, that's D-A-R-K-D-O-X.com, and then go to our socials. Uh, I have been depersoned off of Facebook, not even Facebook jail anymore. They straight up removed my profile after like 15 years All. All of my, my son's baby photos and video gone. Everything's gone. I don't care. I have all that stuff backed up. Um, and I suggest you do the same if you talk about anything regarding politics or current events on your Facebook. Um, but uh, under our Dark Ducks video networks, you can click on the little Facebook. I'm sorry, uh, the, the little YouTube. And... You know what? I don't even think they gave us a URL or channel blah blah. So just search for Dark Ducks. You'll find us. You know what? We just hit a thousand subscribers. Look at that. So thank you guys for subscribing. Uh, but you know, I'm sure we're gonna need. So I guess I can start. You, you need a thousand subscribers to uh, the stream, right, Greg? Wasn't that the number? That's it. Yep, that's all you need. Oh, I'm in the big leagues now. That's great. Um, you know, I'm almost like tempted to upload Plandemic 2 uh, indoctrination, uh, but they'll probably pull it after all this work, so I'm probably not going to do that. But we'll play some clips today and, and talk about it, um, and, and we'll see where that gets us. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for having me. It's been too long. Um, what you been up to, Greg? Oh, oh you know, just trying to... Stay calm and stay uh, positive in this pandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it, whatever your view is on what's happening now, the global lockdown, many different names, but, um, you know, I keep my Bible close to me, let's put it like that. Yeah, it's funny, since we've talked last, um, it's, you ever see that movie Dogma, the, the Kevin Smith film? No, I've never seen rats and... Oh, uh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Seen yeah. It. Yes, and, you know, uh, with Chris Rock's in it and George Carlin and pretty much everybody, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Um, yep. yep. Yeah, I felt recently like the main character, the woman that really, you know, she grew up Catholic but had no, she had no faith. And then all of these things start happening throughout the movie, kind of throwing faith in her face. And it's kind of hard to deny faith. At that point, I feel like that's been happening to me in my life with this pandemic. Because right when it started, like everything else, I'm sure you felt it. I'm sure Brendan and all of the gang felt it. You know, because we've been, I guess, deprogrammed and reprogrammed into seeing reality for what it is and knowing when. Uh, something is monarch programming or uh, mockingbird regurgitated through the mainstream media 
and where that comes from and the whole thing with the masks and social distancing and stuff it felt satanic to me it felt like something that was being pushed by demonic forces and and i had no knowledge to back that up it was almost like a uh, like the same feeling i had that i felt when 9-11 happened on my 18th birthday that I had no hard evidence, I, I hadn't read Project for a New American Century yet, I hadn't, uh, I didn't even know what a false flag operation, if you asked me, I made You know what a false flag, I had a feeling, a gut feeling, in my heart of heart, in my soul, that this is all a lie, it's being used to manipulate the people into doing things they ought not do, things that if this crisis didn't happen, they wouldn't acquiesce to. And sure enough, it all came out to be true that yes, it was a false flag operation. Yes, there was prior knowledge. Yes, page 51 of the Project for a New American Century does call for a new Pearl Harbor, which also was admittedly at this point by the History Channel, a false flag operation run by our U.S. government uh, in order to gather public support, in order to go into the Middle East and get their oil. And there's me, a boogeyman, uh, Osama bin Laden, and he is a State Department asset, codenamed Tim Osman. All that is pandemic. Same thing happens with the um, full of civil liberties. And uh, I have some interesting uh, documents that, that they discuss in the film that I just discovered today, just because, so since the COVID operation has, has happened, darkdocs.com got heavily attacked because everyone was uh, you know, in lockdown, they lost their jobs, they're sitting at home with their internet, they have nothing better to do, so finally they have time to sit down and read the stuff on Dark Docs, and our server crashed. And then we got the server back up, and then uh, uh, malicious attacks, and according to GoDaddy.com, who it was our service provider, our hosting. And so they suggested that we get a firewall, so we did that. And then after we did that, within a week they are like, yeah, you, you, you simply can't host video and audio anymore. It's not the intended purpose of, of the hosting platform, so you need to remove the entire Dark Docs archive, uh, which is terabytes of stuff. And, you know, they, they got us by the balls, so, so we did. In order for, because not only is Dark Docs on our server, but all of my other sites, all of my clients' sites, I do web design and stuff, so it's like I, I need to get something separate. And, um, you know, I, I am infinitely grateful to, to uh, Johnny1985, is his code name, one of the co founders of federaljack.com, uh, that, you know, I started, me, Alex, James, and a couple about 10 years ago, 15 years ago now. Um, years exactly. And platform that he runs from his house, and so that's what darkdocs.me is. 
where DuckDuck.com is still on GoDaddy because I've rebuilt this site like five times in the past year because attacks and everything and I'm probably and I will but in the meantime we have DuckDuck.me uh, which uh, if you hear right here DuckDuck.me and uh, so now it, we're like where we actually see that, uh, that, that video, you know? And uh, I thought it was clever anyway. Uh, uh, but it's just a static H. TML front in this podcast is going to be up there tonight and we are going to what do we got here oh, I see. Um, we, are, we are going to uh, continue need to add things back up our archives back up and everyone can download and stream videos audio files for activists for um, encrypting documents for uh, decrypting, for uh, resurrecting deleted data from SD cards, all kinds of fun stuff, and we've used it in the past when police have deleted things off of our cameras through uh, free software. We at the bottom of the page. Where are we? Where are we? Right here is a nice little zip file. Several documentaries. Now that we have everything back up, uh, we're going to continue to be uh, editing things, including Greg Fernandez Jr.'s book, The, the Great Stage. Uh, um, we want to to get back on track and do that. We're still, we haven't abandoned the Exposing Pedo Swim documentary, and in fact, we have so much more stuff. I'm almost kind of glad we didn't release yet, because there would have been a part two and a part three, and I'm sure that, that you know, that's how things go. When all of these things are unraveling, related to Hollywood, and it all ties to, you know, Pedogate, Pizzagate, uh, you know, Tom Hanks, Justin Roiland, Dan Harmon, uh, Rick and Morty originating as Doc and Marty, which is hardcore pornography cartoons uh, in involving mutilation and, and all kinds of stuff on, on Justin Roiland's Vimeo channel. It's still up. They, they, they admit that they, that they do all of these things. And um, power supply needs to be plugged in, I think, once second here. Is that working? Well, that's plugged in. Actually, plugged in. Anything? There we go. Alright. And, um, you know, we need your support, frankly. Um, we're out of work here. Uh, we're, we're doing this full time 
And uh, any financial support is very helpful. You can simply click the help button right there at darktalks.com. Donate whatever you can. Um, and that money goes into us doing all this stuff. And frankly, me not trying to spend time making money elsewhere for food and to pay the bills and all of this stuff. We're working on going off the grid. We, we bought some land. Uh, you can afford it to be a man, buy land.com. The mortgages are, first of all, there's no banks involved, no credit check, owner financed, flat 6% interest rate. You, you can put like $1,000, $1,500 down for a piece of land, pay very little a month. There's no minimum. You can pay it off early. They barter. And we're building a treehouse out there, and we got solar panels and all kinds of stuff. And we eventually want to stop paying rents in a place like this and all of the utilities and everything involved and live out there full time. Uh, and, you know, uh, what when we do that, we're going to be saving about $1,500 a month that then we can also continue to put into this operation and getting stuff out there to you, having faster streams, faster downloads. We want to have a, a roping channel like we've always wanted and, uh, and be able to have be an alternative to these streaming networks. Imagine if you could just go to the Dark Docs app on you know your Apple TV or your Roku TV, Smart TV or whatever, and have it have you know just like we have it here on the website, you know. But instead of going through a browser and the slow stream of, of internet connectivity, every day you could have new stuff to watch. And our archives are vast. Like I said, we have terabytes of stuff. Um, everything from the Pizzagate miniseries, uh, Corey Feldman's uh, The Rape of Two Corys, Conspiracy of Silence, America's Missing Children. We pull a lot of stuff off of YouTube. We're, we're working with a lot of creators over there. True Stream Media, Infowars, Alex Jones, David Icke. Uh, you know, and like I said, we're working on a bunch of original stuff. And they're all, they think it's fantastic what they're doing, that you know, uh, I was like, is it okay that we're just like straight up like jacking your stuff, you know, and giving it away for free? And everyone I come across, they're like, yeah, because they want the stuff to get out there because they're getting censored on these social media platforms, these streaming platforms like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We can't even log into our Instagram as of this morning when we started posting stuff about pandemic. So this is hitting a nerve. They wouldn't be censoring us unless there was something very dangerous to their agenda of control and deceit. And I can go ahead and tell you, you know, I haven't worn a mask this entire time, and I've been out. I'm being you know, respectful of other people's social distancing. You know, I, I try to stay at least six feet. Even before this thing, I, I like my bubble. I don't like people getting up in my face. It's not my thing, you know, unless like, I, I want you to. You know, unless we're intimate like that. Um, but, you know, I find it very interesting that I'm here in, in Orlando, Florida. And everyone has something. They hate wearing the mask. And I'm, I'm at, I was at the Dollar Tree today. And they're like, oh, I can't stand wearing this thing. I can't. You can't breathe because you're sucking in your own breath. You inhale oxygen and you exhale carbon dioxide. It's more gross all day long. You're inhaling, you're exhale. It's basic physics. I mean, a five-year-old can understand this stuff, but somehow the mainstream media 
the World Health Organization and the United Nations has tricked everybody into thinking that it's healthy to breathe in your own oxygen. Also, doctors are coming out now, uh, and they've been coming out, and they've been suppressed, that wearing these masks is uh, giving people bacterial pneumonia. And I'm not surprised, because that's the way bacteria works. Once you have an incubator, aka something nice and moist and hot right up against your face, where, you know, I don't care how clean your mouth is, how much you floss, how much you, you, uh, you know, use Listerine or, or whatever, you know, or if you're, uh, we're a bit more organic, we do oil pulling with you know, coconut oil and essential oils and oregano oil that kills everything, peppermint and clove and all that stuff. I don't care how clean your mouth is, within five minutes of doing whatever you do to make your mouth not smell like an asshole, you're going to give yourself bacterial, bacterial pneumonia if you're wearing these masks. And any doctor that is worth their salt will tell you the same. They've told me the same. I've talked to doctors. I've talked to pediatric endocrinologists. Uh, Dr. Amit Habib, the inventor of the Triolite formula, which is fantastic. I suggest you check it out. And by the way, the Triolite formula that you can get from Triolite.com, this is an unpaid endorsement. I use this stuff. I run the website, been working with them for over 10 years. They have not one, but two different studies at the National Institute of Health that their essential fatty acid organic formula of hemp seed oil, black seed oil, primrose oil, and two others, coenzyme Q10, it dissolves the envelope that COVID-19 and all coronaviruses require to survive in the human body. So I've been taking it this whole time. I don't know if that's the reason why I haven't gotten COVID. I, I take about 6,000 milligrams of vitamin C every hour, anytime I feel a little under the weather. I've been smoking weed, drinking alcohol, and uh, you know, out there building a treehouse, sweaty, uh, out in the woods, uh, getting cuts, uh, you know, just working myself to the bone trying to build this thing. And, uh, I, you know, and frankly, I don't know if I've had COVID or not. I'm not going to get tested. I'm not going to go over there. For all I know, there was early reports during this whole pandemic that the test itself is giving you COVID and that just going to these centers and being around all these fearful, low immune, low energy, low immune system people is it's going to make you sick and and being fearful and just you know worried about everything these people are a nervous wreck that lowers your vibration it lowers your immune system and i mean this is basic stuff guys anyways uh, i'm 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 sick of it i've i've been sick of it for years and and uh, I have a lot of respect for all of the business owners here in Orlando uh, that when I walk into the grocery store, I've only been hassled once at a Walmart, of course, because, you know, those people, A, are dumb. I'm sorry. If you work at Walmart, um, there weren't a lot of other options for you, you know, and I mean, it, it's easy to, to get someone like that to just believe whatever and that, that was the only time anyone ever hassled me but guess what uh, we, we launched campmask.org 
And it says it right there in any executive order, no matter where you are, that there is an exemption if you have any sort of disability. And according to the American with Disabilities Act, it is illegal with a $10,000 fine for anyone to try to ask you to manifest or uh, prove a disability. That is, it's a HIPAA violation. That is your private information. It does not need to be disclosed. And they have to, they don't have to let you into a store, but they have to give you an alternative, some sort of curbside option in order to uh, utilize their services or else they are discriminating against someone with a disability. Now, uh, don't feel like you're being a fraud or anything like that. I don't have any sort of official disability, but I can tell you one thing. I'm not gonna name the company, but I started working for a company that required face masks um, back in August. And um, I, I, I don't work for them anymore, so I don't really have a problem you know, talking about this, but I just don't really wanna throw anyone under a bus yet because frankly, because of the way I was discharged, uh, I might have a libel case of discrimination because they, I, I put on the mask for about 30 seconds and I don't know whether it was psychosomatic or, or something else, but I straight up had the very first panic attack I've ever had in my life. My heart started pounding like crazy. I started hyperventilating. I couldn't get a solid breath. Um, my vision started going staticky, uh, I was sweating profusely and it was not very hot out and I had to take the thing off. I told my manager that, hey look, I can't wear this thing. They ran it up to HR and they asked me if I could provide a doctor's note. Now I was just simply trying to be a team player and comply. I, I, I work with Dr. Habib. So I was like, hey, can you write me a doctor's note for this? He's, he, he just recently this past year retired from official practice, so he's like, I can't write you a doctor's note. It's you know illegal, but I you know here's here's a list of doctors I know, and call them and you know they'll take care of it for you. I called all four of these doctors, and they they're not seeing any new patients because of COVID. So you know I at least tried to get a doctor's note for this thing, and they were like, oh well, without a doctor's note, you know we we can't let you come work without a mask. And then so I simply looked at the ADA law and that's a violation because they cannot ask you for proof of a disability and not let you work because of that. So when I brought that up to them and I gave them all of the uh, legal paperwork and stuff, within about 15 minutes I was cleared to work. But then the company started little by little doing things to sabotage my job. And no matter what I did, it was a violation of company policy and so, you know, eventually they, they, they found, they, they, had, they had to come up with something in order for me to get fired. Um, and frankly, I'm not worried about it. I don't need a job like that. I don't need to work for a company that is going to treat people like this. And uh, so I'm sure a lot of you are going through similar things. And I'm sure that most of you listening are like, eh, whatever, it's not so bad. It is that bad uh, because if you, if you there's a truth truth stream, truth stream uh, media uh, or truth stream radio they they came up with a, a video called um, indoctrination rituals uh, which you know what I think I need to put back on the site yeah yeah we have it in the playlist but yeah I got to put it back on on the downloads 
I have so many thumbnails to make. If anyone knows how to do Photoshop, even if you don't have Photoshop, uh, we have a download of a crap of, of a cracked Photoshop file. I don't care if Adobe hears this. Fuck you. Um, you know, we need people to make these thumbnails for the for the website. It's a big time suck. I love doing it, but frankly, there's not enough time in the world to make a thumbnail for every single file that is on our platform. And people don't like clicking on text links. They like clicking on these thumbnails. They like it to look like like Netflix. And uh, that's why we've been as successful as, as we've been. Anyways, I digress. Um, indoctrination rituals involving masks. Uh, it'll be up tomorrow because this is paramount. It's really important. Satanists and cults. Various cults throughout time have been documented to have face coverings as part of their indoctrination rituals. Uh, in order to remove your identity, have you be uniform with everyone else that is also part of the indoctrination ritual. And again, you're breathing in your own breath, your immune system is lowered, your oxygen intake is lowered, and, and I don't care what any doctor on Instagram says that you're not, you're not getting less, you know, th those tests for your finger, they don't test how much oxygen is in your system, in, in your lungs, going to your brain, just what's in your blood, that's not what it's for. And any doctor, again, worth a grain of salt will tell you that. And uh, this is a global Satanist indoctrination ritual in order to show compliance. If you think that a cloth face covering is going to protect you from COVID, you know nothing about immunology, you know nothing about microbiology, and you really need to do your research before just listening to the news. These people want you dead. These people like Bill and Melinda Gates, the United Nations, the Rockefeller Foundation, they have admitted for over a hundred years that they, of course, you know, <laughs> Bill and Melinda Gates are a hundred years old, but his father and his father, these roundtable groups and these families have been pushing a depopulation agenda for quite some time now. They have written books about it. It's on the Georgia Guidestones. And that, that that's exactly what this is. That's what Agenda 2030 is all about. That's what Event 201 was about. And I really suggest everyone, when they're done watching this, you know, take the time, go to darkrocks.com, watch Pandemic 2.0, Indoctrination. Because it's not only about the COVID-19 pandemic, it's also, it goes much deeper. It goes into the Mockingbird media. It goes into COINTELPRO. It goes into MKUltra. It goes into how all of these things, the, the fact checkers, how that all happened. Who's funding this stuff? Who's behind it? What's their agenda? What is uh, Wikipedia? Who runs it? Who benefits? And um, it's a great documentary. And I, I'd like to give a shout out to London Real for putting this thing out. You know, putting his neck on the line. The guy's running for the mayor of London, and he's throwing down like this. It's actually really inspirational. I'd like to run for public office soon enough as well. And uh, it's nice to know that it's possible running something like darkdocs.com, being in Sacred Owls, and uh, being a part of the, the the real resistance, not the left, not Antifa, not Black Lives Matter. You know, we support blacks in all races. Uh, we support 
you know, anybody that, you know, just wants their civil liberties uh, all across the world. I don't care what your religion is. I don't care what your sexual preference. I don't care about any of that stuff. As long as you're not hurting anybody, you have inalienable human rights protected, not by the Bill of Rights, but reminded by the Bill of Rights, because these these rights are given to you by our Creator. Whether you want to call it God or Jesus or whatever your religion is, these are inalienable. They're within you. They're not given to you by governments. They're, they cannot be taken away by governments. And that is how these documents are written, and that's why they're so important. That's why the United States' sovereignty, our you know national sovereignty, being a nationalist doesn't mean being a, a racist. That's <laughs> that's what the Democrats are trying to push on us and stuff. And, you know, I'm, I'm still not even 100% for the Republicans, you know, I've, I've always been against the false left-right paradigm. I've always voted third party. But um, I can tell you right now that, you know, whatever Biden and, and Kamala Harris are going to offer us in the next four years is going to be far worse than whatever Trump does. And if Trump doesn't deliver on the things that he's, you know, I'm not... I'm not 100% on the things he's done in the past four years, but I can tell you, it's none of the things he, he's done that were positive would have been done by Hillary Clinton. And these are the facts, you know. And right now the left is working so hard to, you know, get whatever they can. Now that the Hunter Biden, uh, you know, laptop and hard drive is out, now that Rudy Giuliani and, and all of them have it, and you know, we have some of it, uh, but not all of it. And... It's bad, and it's they're they're working overtime to try to make any little connections between Trump and and Jeffrey Epstein, but the fact of the matter is he got arrested, and they either you know he he's in witness relocation. Uh, I don't believe he killed himself. Um, he was either murdered or he was or they faked his death. Um, they, they better be waterboarding Ghislaine Maxwell for all the stuff that she knows. And um, frankly, I don't like how there's a media blackout about that either. Uh, you know, we try not to stay biased. We try to always be looking for something to pr prove us wrong. Bring us, we're, we're in the, this is information warfare. You need to bring us things and we will look at them. I will never say, ah, I'm not gonna look at that. I will look at anything from anybody we have a contact page in darkdocs.com. You can email info at darkdocs.com, and we get a lot of our best intel from people just visiting the site. I mean, there's so much information, I'm not going to pretend to know all of it. But, uh, I'm, again, I'm very grateful to Greg. I've been rattling off for quite a bit now. Um, I love it. Your thoughts, I love what it. do you want to tackle first now that I've kind of gotten a lot of that stuff out of the way, setting the groundwork for this uh, presentation? <laughs> Well, I was I was going to ask you about the whole COVID thing, but I think you covered it pretty well. Um, I've also had the panic attack thing. You know, I was in a grocery store. Yeah, I was in a grocery store, and you know, I had I had worn this same mask. It wasn't like I had it wasn't like a different mask or anything, and I I wore it. And I'm in the in the store, and all of a sudden, I just start freaking out. I just start panicking. And I just started praying, and I was fine. I calmed down. I was able to get everything that I needed, and I was able to get out. Um, and um, you know, but that I was, I was just like, you know, this is this is so stupid. Like we're really getting to the to the point 
where even when the country reopens, and I do hope that it does, and I do think that after uh, Trump gets, after we vote Trump back in, I do think he will get back in. I think we'll get back to all of that. I think that the states are really going to crack down. It, it's, it's just like this is more about them wanting him to look bad. And I don't yeah. know if you watched the debate between Trump and, and Biden, but... Oh, yeah, Everything we have the dark dogs. We also have the Pence Camilla one as well. Nice, nice. Yeah, and so all of it is... They're, they're, it's like, I'm, I'm watching it, and they're blaming Trump for this. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Trump is the only one who is telling people to reopen. Almost every day he's telling people reopen. He's telling states reopen, and they're staying closed, and at the same time blaming him for it. It's just, it's just a crazy, crazy thing that is that is happening. So, um, what I'm worried about is once things get back and once the businesses start to reopen, and I also won't take a job where they're going to make me wear a mask. Uh, that's I just I just I physically can't do it. I, I cannot do it and I will not do it But I think What are they gonna do? Are they gonna force me if I want to go back to work? Am I gonna have you know if I want to go into a physical building? Am I gonna have to get a vaccine? Am I gonna have to do all of this stuff just so I can work so I can feed my my family? What is what are my options? He has, has already said multiple times on the mainstream media that we will not go back to normal until there is a vaccine and everyone needs to take it and you're going to have to have a smartphone and if you don't have the smartphone they will give you like an Obama phone or something a government issued uh, tracking device with this software and they, they are going to require you to have proof of like I have a vaccine or I tested positive and then now I'm negative, I have the antibodies. They have a color chart just like the Department of Homeland Security had after 9-11 with threat level from green, yellow, orange, red, uh, but it's going to be what's your, stat what's your COVID status? And that's going to be your COVID ID, your COVID ID. And uh, th this, is all, this has all been set up and uh, we, we actually uh, they talk about in pandemic too uh, that there is a Rockefeller Foundation document and it's uh, you know it's out there and we're going to be uh, uploading it tonight because I mean I, I got hit sideswiped by all of this stuff like I'm watching the documentary I'm like wait what pause search find download watch two minutes wait what pause <laughs> so it's a, uh, you know it's one of those and you know we're doing our best to gather all of these resources and put them at dark docs for you so you don't have to go searching for all this and see which ones are fake which ones are real which ones are edited uh, which ones are disinformation because they do that stuff and we find it all the time you got every video you have to make sure you have the full one that has no no edits um, none of the juice missing um, but that this is exactly what they want they want these are, are technocrats that they want this futuristic society where everyone has to you know these are it's Nazi Germany show me your papers but they're not papers anymore it's show me your COVID ID show me your smartphone and eventually it's going to be like oh like you know it's so bulky carrying this this phone around I, I wish I just had augmented reality uh, you know implanted into my body. 
where I can just see in the corner of my eye um, all of these things, uh, you know, the news feed coming up. When you walk by someone, they're going to be uh, green or red, just like at the Amazon fulfillment centers now. They have these cameras everywhere, and everyone has a green circle underneath them, and then when the circles get near each other, they turn yellow, and if you go within six feet of each other, they turn red, and alarms start going off, and everyone's wearing the masks, and you have to get you know temperature uh, checked. Which, by the way, I find it very interesting that these temperature guns, it's a gun, you know, you, you pull a trigger at someone's forehead, and what do they point at? They point right here at your pineal gland. Now, um, what are what are these temperature checks things? We just trust that, you know, what if it, what if what if that's X-ray capabilities? What if like these all these temperature checks, getting one every day, is giving you cancer, right there, right there in your pineal gland? Uh, and by the way, that area of the brain is where you, you know your fear center is. It's where um, uh, your critical thinking, all of that good stuff that you know makes us uh, free. It's free will, critical thinking. That's you know that that's what you know makes us. That's what separates us from you know a animals. That cognitive, uh, creative ability uh, to to have rational thought and be like, no, I don't think that's true. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna ponder. I'm gonna think about these things. But there's zapping yet every time. And you know they're just going to continue doing all these things. They're going to be bombarded by gamma ray radiation at every turn. And then you know the, the push for 5G, which again, all of you anti-Trump people, I don't like that he's pushing for that. I don't like this Operation Warp Speed thing. I'm frankly, he needs Donald Trump needs to have a serious briefing with his counsel that he needs to stop pandering and kowtowing to the Democrats and the leftists to try to make, nothing will make them happy. You know, you give these people an inch and they will take a mile, just like what happened after the Parkland shooting. They said it themselves in their Mockingbird talks. You know, once, you know, after the bump stock ban, not enough. You know, we have to, you, you heard, uh, what, what's his name, uh, that, that guy from Austin, Texas, uh, running for president, uh, Anyway, Cruz, uh, not Cruz, huh? Not Ted Cruz. No, um, uh, the really cucky one. Um, well, anyways, I can't. His name escapes me. He was running for president, also. He lost to Biden. Perry? Huh? Oh, oh, well, he's a Beto Rorick. Beto. Oh, Rorick. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, he was like, "We're coming after AR-15. We're coming after your AK-47s." And that's going to be not be enough. Oh, and now handguns are going to be a problem again. Remember back in the 90s, it was the handguns that were dangerous? And now no one's talking about handguns. They're talking about, you know, these assault rifles, AR-15s. By the way, the AR doesn't stand for assault rifle. It's Armalite. And uh, it's, uh, it, it's, it's a brand. Um, and that goes to show how much these people know about what they're talking about when it comes to guns, when it comes to viruses, when it comes to socialism and what it means, when it comes to really anything, they will just, you know, trust whatever the mainstream narrative is, and they're gonna, you know, puppet it. You know, oh, I, I watch the news, so I know what I'm talking about. That's not research. Research 
is, and it's not watching YouTube videos either for the people on, on the right wing either, and most of you guys I think know that, that you have to go beyond that and then you have to look into academia sources. You have to read articles from the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberg Group. You have to go to WikiLeaks and you have to then look at what all of the mainstream media here in the U.S. is talking about. Then you have to go to RT. Then you have to go to the BBC. Then you have to go to all of the independent media. And then you have to make a... These are all puzzle pieces. And then you make a composite based on all of your intel. And then you have to go further. I mean, if you really want the truth, you got to go to dark web sources. You got to interview people. You got that's journalism. That is actually journalism when you go out and you find the truth by you know, sifting through all of the garbage, all of the disinformation. The information out there, 99% of it is a lie. And 1% of it is like a little diamond in the rough. And that's the truth. And you won't even know it because, I mean, it's, it's so similar to everything else. Um, unless you really know the context and you've been doing it long enough. And it's daunting. And guess what? No one has time for that. Um, and that's why, that's why we, we run Dark Docs. And that's why what Greg is doing is so valuable. Uh, and just on Gray State alone, the wealth of knowledge on 9-11, the wealth of knowledge, the Bohemian Grove, the wealth of knowledge that him and Brendan O'Leary and, and the gang has, have all gathered and then I've syndicated. Um, if you haven't read all of those books, you don't know what you're talking about. And, uh, and it, 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 takes, uh, it takes a lot of patience and it takes a lot of uh, interest and, and, and the willing to, to just sit there and read boring crap that you really don't care about for the most part, most of it is just monotonous. They, they write these things so you follow, they're like, reading a lot of this stuff is like reading the terms of service for Xbox. Uh, <laughs> no one no one reads that 150 page thing, they just accept it. Uh, and they make it long and boring and legalese because even lawyers don't want to read that crap, but like they get paid a lot, that's why they get paid so much money to read this stuff, because it's awful. Um, but um, that's what's necessary uh, in order to get to the bottom of a lot of these things and, and get to the truth. And uh, they, they've set things up to make it such an uphill battle for us to maintain our freedom and liberty. Uh, I, I pulled up this website, uh, like I mentioned, campmask.org. For all of you that want a resource to show employers uh, or anybody else, uh, related to uh, America with Disability Act law, bacterial pneumonia, COVID-19, mask exceptions. What is mask mouth? It's a, it's a disease, learn about it. Um, and also how human traffickers are using the whole mask thing. It's funny, now I'm seeing FBI bulletins with like the mugshot of the guy they're looking for, and then they Photoshop a surgical mask onto him. Uh, what he would look like if he was wearing a mask you see how, how problematic this is for law enforcement? And uh, if you're trafficking a child, you know, sex trafficking or otherwise, or anybody, an adult, whatever, how, how hard it is to find somebody when everyone looks like, you know, a reject from Mortal Kombat with, with their little stupid mask on. Uh, you can only see their eyes, you know? 
And, and I can tell you now, the people that like the mask thing, they're all lovely. I'm going to go ahead and be superficial. I don't know a single attractive person that wears a mask. You know, uh, anybody that is, uh, you know, not just awful from here down, they're giddy as a goat because guess what? Everyone looks good in the mask because you can make have little little designs on it and do whatever you want. And uh, it, it's it's disgusting. It's transhumanist. It's anti-human, and and that that's what they want. And they don't realize how they're not only harming their health, but their their virtue signaling is psychologically separating and hurting everyone around them. And I'm so grateful that I have a contrarian spirit. I am somebody that if you tell me I can't do something, someone I laugh at you, yeah, I can. I can do it right now. I'm going to do it. I'm going to prove you wrong. That has always been my attitude. That's why I've been a punk rocker all my life. And uh, that's why I've you know, been an activist and, and all of these things. Because you can't tell me I can't do that. As long I've never, you know, I've never been a criminal. I've never tried to do anything to hurt anybody else. In fact, you know, I'm quite on the opposite end of things. If I see someone that's hurting somebody, they're going to get a gun in their mouth. You know, that that's how I roll. That's how I've always rolled. And uh, you know, it, we have to stand up for the weak. We have to be stronger than we think we are. We have to be the superheroes that we admire. We have to be the change that we want to see in the world. And there is no time for you to second-guess yourself or be a coward or be a follower right now. Because if you're a coward or a follower, you are a useful idiot to these evil powers. And that makes you my enemy. I don't want you to be my enemy. I want you to be my ally. I want you to stand up for liberty and free humanity. And if you're going to stand in the way of that, You've chosen your side, and you're going to get mowed down by free humanity. I'm sorry. We're going to win every time. The people that are telling you to wear a mask and telling you to be locked into your house and telling you to take this vaccination and all of these other draconian things are weaklings. They're pathetic. They're cowards. The reason why they're pedophiles is more than just blackmail. They, can't, they don't have enough confidence to talk to a woman or talk to a man or any their own age. They have to violate someone smaller than them in order to feel powerful. They have little dicks, so they need to be with something smaller so they feel big. And that's how they run their lives. And uh, we're going to destroy them. So pick your side wisely. you know, Because we are way more confident, way more powerful, way more uh, at peace with ourselves. We love ourselves, everyone in, in this fight. We're proud of ourselves, and we're willing to fight to the death, and we will do whatever it takes. And we've been preparing for years, and we are, we're preparing that much harder now. So uh, this, is, this is a threat that you need to make sure you're on the right side of this thing. And uh, from you know Greg's perspective, from uh, a religious perspective, this is a holy war. You know, this is God versus Satan. This is the big one. Lightness versus dark. We are we are dark docs because we shed light on the dark. Everything on our website is the darkness that we are shedding the light on. When your computer when your computer screen turns on, 
that's luminescence, that's light, that is showing you information. Information is light. And the darkness is the ignorance. It's the weakness. It's the cowardice. It's the, the self-doubt. And that is literally the definition of Lucifer, the morning star, and all of their dualists, as above, so below, occult bullshits, you know, wearing their, their robes, sacrificing an effigy of the child to the flames in front of an owl, cremation of care. They're pathetic. They're sick and they're pathetic and we've been exposing them for years and we're going to do it harder and harder until all of you wake up. Amen. Amen to that, brother. That's uh, all we can do, you know. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, th this mass thing, it's really made me religious in a way. It, I've started reading the Bible more. Uh, I've, I've started talking more with my, my, my Christian uh, you know, friends, uh, Dr. Amit Abib, uh, he also runs a nonprofit organization called uh, United People in Christ. Uh, you can go to it at unitedpeopleinchrist.org, or uh, we also have upic.world, same website. And he, since the 1970s, has been going to the Middle East. He's from Syria. He's a Syrian uh, guy in the 70s. And uh, he's been uh, going overseas. Uh, collecting money and uh, Christians that are being persecuted in the Middle East uh, Lebanon, Syria, Egypt all of that uh, they, you know, they're being slaughtered there's, there's barely any of them left and they're, they're the biggest uh, they're, they're the smallest minority of all the minorities, smaller than the Jews more persecuted than the Jews the Christians are over there, if you can imagine um, and it's the Muslims uh, doing all of this. Uh, Muslim extremists, to be fair. There, of course, there are you know Muslims that I know and respect, and you know I, I like to keep an open mind. We need to bring all everybody together for this fight. Uh, but uh, these are Muslim extremists that have been taught since birth that they're going to get these forty virgins if they kill everybody and do all these horrible things. And, uh, you know, there is a jihad, there is a holy war in their mind, and they are killing these Christians over there. And he goes over there, and he literally is a field doctor. He's like a doctor without borders before that was even a thing. And, uh, but what's great about this guy is he's a true Christian. If you're a Muslim and you get exploded, you know, your arm gets, you know, you know blown off or, or something over there, uh, you know, he'll fix you up too if you're a Jew or, or whoever. You because know, that's what Jesus would have done, right? And, uh, you know, but I've been talking to him and, and other Christians and stuff, you know, for guidance and, and all of this. And it, it, this is Revelations 13. This is, uh, you know, it, it's coming to fruition. Uh, that's why uh, Sacred Owls recorded When the Man Comes Around by Johnny Cash, uh, which was one of the last songs he ever recorded. And... Uh, it, that is, it's, it's the palest of the apocalypse and everything that's going on, I mean, it's been written and everyone that is ignorant is falling for it and you have to pick your side are, are you going to be uh, you know accepting of these demonic, oppressive totalitarian, tyrannical forces um, of destruction and chaos that 
will deceive you into believing that they're trying to help you, um, as Lucifer does, or are you going to stand up and say, no, that's, this, this isn't you know, what God wants, this isn't good for humanity, this isn't good for procreation, uh, for generations to come, this isn't sustainable. Um, these people don't believe in vitamins and minerals and getting sunlight and uh, getting your hands dirty in the soil of the earth and uh, you know, without wearing gloves and masks. And these people are afraid of reality, and that's why they're masking up and putting on gloves and burkas and plastic bags over their bodies and stuff. I welcome it. I welcome nature. I hope I, I, I get COVID. I probably got COVID. Or I don't know. I'm fine. I'm stronger than ever. And uh, I'm out 30 feet in the air nailing four by fours together on top of me, uh, you know, with a hammer and a, and a ladder out in the sun. And uh, I'm stronger than I've ever been during this pandemic, never wearing a mask, never taking a vaccine. And uh, I'm not trying to tell anyone what to do. I'm just telling you my experience, my knowledge. And, uh, and I hope you get power from what I'm saying. I hope you get confidence in, in your resistance to all of this. Because I can assure you, if you do what I'm suggesting, and you get sick or this or that, it's not going to be because of what you did or what you didn't do. It's because of biological weapons that have been made in a laboratory that they are putting onto you and then tricking you into thinking that they're natural. And by the way, all these people, they talk about in pandemic too, that if COVID-19 is natural, then it's illegal for them to have a patent on it. Tony Fauci has a patent on COVID-19 and other coronaviruses. So that's illegal if it is not made in a laboratory. And then if they made it in a laboratory that he was part of the Wuhan lab and all that, he's part of all of that. Uh, Event 201, that's prior knowledge. They, they were a part of all of that. They have the patents. Well, then guess what? That's a violation of uh, United Nations war crimes for biological weapons. So no matter whether it was made in a laboratory or whether it was natural, these people are admittedly criminals, and there's no way around it. So they can change their story left or right all day long. They're going to jail, you know, as long as we don't let it happen, as long as Trump does what he's supposed to do, and he doesn't get blackmailed into, you know, frankly, Hillary Clinton needs to be in jail already. I don't know what's going on with all this. Bill Clinton... He was on that Lolita Express 26 times, member of the Bohemian Grove, all of these things. We need to be constantly nailing them on all of these things and nailing Trump on all of them. And uh, he's doing a lot. I'm at whitehouse.gov every day seeing what they're up to. And yeah, he's campaigning right now, you know, which is important. But when you look at all those people at these rallies compared to, to Biden, I feel like there is a mass awakening here in the United States. And a lot of people are, you know, starting to really realize how deep this rabbit hole goes and how corrupt all of these people are. Um, but um, this is only the beginning. And we have a lot, you know, we can't be patting ourselves on the back yet or ever. <laughs> we have to continue 
nailing, nailing, and be like, all right, good, that's done. We have this other laundry list of things that we have to get done, and let's let's get to it. So you have your work cut out for you, Greg. Yeah, but you know that's that's how it is. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 you know, there's a lot of things that I think that I hope that uh, Ron Paul would have done in in 2012, and no. I was really hopeful for a lot of those things, a lot of things that I thought Jesse Ventura was capable of, and I see Trump doing all of that. I, I really see him him trying. I, I don't obviously just just another person, just like us. So, you know, we have to be careful not to get too involved. And we talked about this um, where it's kind of like a wrestling show where, it's you know, I almost find myself where I'm like rooting for my favorite wrestler when I'm rooting for Trump. And I have to remember not to do that. Yes. Uh, this is a lot more serious. This is real life. But there are a lot of parallels that we've talked about uh, between a wrestling show and what we're seeing play out here with Trump. It's hard. Sometimes it gets a little tricky to make sure that I separate, uh, you know, real life from fiction. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, we definitely need to hold Trump's feet to the fire. Um, I gave yeah. Obama a chance. You know, I, I, I wasn't, yeah. I didn't vote for Obama, but he was my, my president. He's my president for eight years. I yep. gave him a chance. I did not like what he did. I took the same uh, thought process with Trump, and it's a whole different story. I, I love what I see with, with Trump, you know, but yeah. um, there's, there's a lot like of people lot. that he just like... He makes me laugh. I like his personality. Yeah, he I like that he's, a he's entertaining. I like that he calls out yeah. the Mockingbird mainstream media and the fake news. Yeah. He calls out tech censorship. And uh, frankly, I hope in the next... I hope he gets reelected. I hope in the next four years, Facebook is taken off the internet. And that everyone involved with Facebook, all the high-ups that have knowledge. Of course, there's thousands of people that work at Facebook, so I'm not saying they all need to go to jail. It's crazy. But anyone that... The, it has to be like the Nuremberg trials. It's going to be complicated. We have to, you know, run a large trial for thousands of people and anybody that we have hard evidence that they had prior knowledge of... Because we know for a fact there's there's no way of uh, you know denying it that Instagram now owned by Facebook, Facebook and YouTube and Google, uh, among others, but those are the big ones that they have been involved in censoring Donald Trump while uh, promoting Joe Biden. Anything negative about Joe Biden is censored. Anything negative about Trump is broadcast. And um, some of it uh, against Trump that I've seen is straight up not only hate speech under their own guidelines, but also there, there are, are direct calls to action, which is an FCC violation, Federal Communications Commission violation, when if you have a call to action calling for the death of somebody, in particular calling for um, any violence against that person or even alluding to it like uh, when uh, Kathy Griffin was like holding up Trump's head you know the bloody head thing and uh, when Snoop Dogg had you know they had the orange clown very obviously it was Trump and he shoots him in front of like a you know like a, a shop or something um, these are direct 
calls to action that are not protected under the First Amendment. Like there are specific addendums to that 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 uh, respond to uh, you know what do they call it? Um, not hate speech, but it's a a direct call of violence. It's a um, well, the FCC is called to action, but um, in, under the First Amendment, there's a there's an addendum called uh, it will all come to me. But uh, th these are illegal actions. So it's interesting that there are actual crimes happening, uh, and I'm not surprised. But it's just it, it should be shocking that that these things are. I'm not surprised because for the past six years. I have been finding child pornography on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, been reporting it to them, and then they put me in Facebook jail, or they suspend my account for 30 days, and now simply they're just like deplatforming, taking me off. I can't even log on to Instagram as of this morning, again, after the pandemic stuff, but it's interesting. Uh, if you look at, if you go to Instagram.com forward slash darkdocs.com, D-O-T-C-O-M, links on darkdocs.com, you will see posts before they take them down. I, I should probably back all this stuff up from the social media um, that I will report it and then they will punish me for doing a print screen of the thing and I'll go into Photoshop and I'll run the mosaic filter blurring out things like faces and genitals. Um, and it's more than just rape of children. They are mur murdering children on video. Like, I I have seen children be murdered on Facebook. And then you try to say, hey, look, they're doing this, sharing the links and stuff. And then, you know, you have people being like, oh, don't share that. They're going to get you. And it's like, I've been, you know, working with the FBI and the uh, missing and exploited children's websites. I've been emailing them for years. And to a certain extent, that's true. But when you have been doing it as long as I have, and they know you by a first name basis, and they've been emailing Dark Docs and Federal Check for years, it's like there's, there's metadata on all of this, on all these videos and photographs and stuff that prove that we're not the originators. And. It, it does prove where the origination is coming from and that Facebook is liable for having it on their platform. We have no legal videos, audio, documents, photos, or anything on darkdocs.com at all. You know, you could go through our, you know, we, we are as transparent as possible to the point where if you go to darkdocs.me forward slash archive, you know, which we will do right now. Uh, I, I love this 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 screen thing. It's fantastic. You go to darkdocs.me and you click on archive. That's it. This is our archive. Video. I mean, this is this is not a web page. This is the actual FTP backend on the HTTPS. And uh, and that's it. I mean, <laughs> if if you actually go through SSH tunnel and you have you know, the, uh, the logins and stuff for our website, you'll see that what's on the front end is the same as the back end. There's no hidden files, there's no anything. And um, we've been as transparent as possible with all of our operations uh, because that is what we expect of our government. Our government works for us, not the other way around. 
And when we see that our government is no longer working for us, we have the right to overthrow it using the Second Amendment, using firearms to go in there and say, hey, you know, we don't like what you guys are doing, get out of the building. We can go into that White House, we can go into that Pentagon and tell them to fuck off that it's ours now. We're taking it back. And it's called the Civil War. I mean, that, that, that's how that works. You have to have a Civil War in order to, to throw down like that. We're totally willing to do it. Uh, I'm, I'm willing to die for this. You know, right now, let's go. You know, if, if that's what it comes to. I haven't seen it come to it just yet. I was starting to see it under the Obama administration and the Trump administration. You know, they, they, they seem to be going in the right direction. But he needs to he needs to go harder. He needs to not pander. He needs to remove the bump stock ban. He needs to remove Obamacare. He needs to remove the National Defense Authorization Act. He has a lot of work to do. To uh, he needs to remove the Patriot Act one and two. Um, there are so many things that are draconian and unconstitutional that are currently under U.S. law that are not congruent with our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. So we, we have, like I said, we have a lot of work to do. And, uh, you know, Trump has a lot to, you know, to, to accomplish. And with that being said, I'm, I'm very hard on him because guess what? He's the President of the United States and he has a lot of work to do. So, you know, I'm going to be, you know, down his throat. Um, but I can still say that he's the best President we've had he, he's accomplished more than JFK and you know, in, in modern times JFK was the best president well he didn't live long enough to do the things that Trump is now carrying out and then you don't have to be a QAnon you know conspiracy theorist or anything to say any of these things you just have to look at the voting record you have to look at the executive orders you have to look at the, the policies for the first time we have a uh, anti-human trafficking department in the Department of Homeland Security which again should be abolished and it should be something else but um, it, it's there it's a weapon, we're using it and the media is not talking about it I bet you didn't know about it, look it up we now have a specific czar uh, that is an anti-human trafficking department of DHS and the mainstream media is silent because, oh, you know, Trump uh, is not wearing a mask and this and that, you know, while they're not wearing masks while they're at the White House. And uh, I think it's really interesting that, that Trump contracted COVID-19 the day after he, uh, he uh, you know, uh, did the debate with Joe Biden. And isn't there supposed to be a two-week, uh, you know, a two-week period, uh, you know, yeah. after... You, you get it until it shows up, and nothing is consistent about any of these narratives. So I'm so glad, so glad you brought that up because that was the other thing that I wanted to ask you about. How do you, how do you feel about the fact that Trump had uh, COVID and within two three days, boom, he's 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 healthy. It's it's gone. Doesn't that show us that COVID is not as bad as people think it is? We always hear about rises every day. I hear about the rise in COVID, the rise in COVID. I never hear about a rise in death in COVID. Well, right. There used to be deaths, and then the deaths went down. And by the way, COVID deaths, you know, like the, what is it, 260 dead, 1,000 dead, uh, you know, from COVID. But they were calling yeah. everything a COVID death. 
And the doctors, you know, we have doctors, you know, protesting in D.C. at the Capitol right now. And they've been doing it for the past month, uh, the, the past two months, that these COVID, you know, uh, Dr. Erickson, we have the video back up on darkdocs.com, and his briefing back in March, uh, you know, was saying that they were being persuaded and kind of, like, threatened that, like, you know, coded a COVID death, coded a COVID death. And not only were they like being pressured into marking everything at COVID death, it was incentivized. They were getting $6,000 for every single COVID death, um, every every case, not even every death. And if they were on a ventilator, I think it was like $24,000, you know? It was a payday. There, there, there was no reason, and by the way, that money is all coming out of taxpayer dollars. There's, there's no reason why we are giving, you know, thousands of extra dollars just for coding something one way or another. There should be no incentive. It's unbelievable. And so, of course, all of these medical facilities, all these hospitals all across the U.S. are just like, oh, what? Oh, COVID? Oh, COVID? And uh, these PCR tests, by the way, uh, they've been talking about it on the No Agenda show, talking to doctors, that the... the these PCR tests that are, are that they're using for COVID nationwide, it's it's the standard. The inventor of the test, who is now dead, you know, go figure. Before his death, he said, "That's not how you use this test, and you you will get false positives if you go more than 37 cycles." Uh, now they're now they're saying that uh, the minimum is 40 cycles. And it's picking up all kinds of stuff. It's kind of like, you know, you Photoshop, guys. It's like the magic wand tool, right? Like, you can set it, you know, the default settings at 32. And that's a pretty good setting for, like, I want to pick something that's this color. And then you pick it. But if you set it at 100, it's not going to just pick up things that are that color. It's going to pick up everything kind of similar to it. You set it at 200, it's picking everything up. You know, there's only... Um, 255 colors, you know, on the screen. So, you know, the, the higher uh, you, the higher number you pick, the more it's going to pick out. And, you know, saying, oh, this is a part of it. This is a part of it. It's the same thing with these PCR tests. They shouldn't be doing more than 37 cycles, and that that's the maximum. Like optimum is about 30, 32. And uh, I've been researching. I've learned a lot about these PCR tests. Again, I, uh, I'm not a doctor, but what, what did I do? I hear about it, well, I talk to doctors, and, uh, and then I talk to multiple doctors that, you know, that disagree with each other. And I get the information, and then I sift through all of it, and then I try to find the truth within all of it. That's what you do. It's called research. And, uh, the, you know, so these are all false deaths, you know. For, and, and, I mean, to a certain degree... This COVID-19, this novel coronavirus and stuff, who knows if any of us really have ever had it at all? And if it's, uh, you know, this is a, a patented, uh, you know, thing, and that the one in Wuhan was way more deadly, who knows if that, you know, we are trusting the news telling us these numbers. We are trusting, they are trusting these facilities that are incentivized to give false information and much higher counts. And then more than just that, 
but then you also have the, the straight up fraud where you have uh, nursing homes and hospitals, uh, doctors in these hospitals and nurses in these nursing homes coming out and saying, well, the official numbers that came out of our facility was like 250 deaths, but we only have 100 patients. So yeah, just like voting, you know, how like, you know, my dead grandfather, he died 15 years ago, but he voted for Joe Biden. It's the same thing. They're, they're just cooking up numbers. They're it's fraud. They're, they're straight up lying about all of this stuff. And, and then and, they, and why? Why? Well, I, I mean, because usually they would downplay things. We hear a lot about, you know, where they're downplaying things. Why are they doing the opposite with this one? They, they need the fear. Uh, it's the same thing that they did again with 9-11. You know, you look, no, no crisis should ever go to waste, according to these people. That's a direct quote uh, used by Donald Rumsfeld and, and members of the George W. Bush administration, that these people, they, it, it's uh, the Hegelian dialect, problem, reaction, solution. They create, it, it sales. They create a problem in order to elicit a, a reaction from from the public and then they have the solution ready to go if i want to sell you a toaster are you tired of you know your electric bill going up by putting bread in the oven and heating up that whole oven wouldn't it be great you know oh yeah i do hate that you, you didn't have a problem with it before you know but you know wouldn't it be great if you had something smaller with a lower voltage to make your toaster well we have the toaster and it's sales, you know. So these guys, uh, Tony Fauci, and all these other criminals, they have created patents for the novel coronavirus, and not just the virus, but also any testing or any treatment of the coronavirus. If anyone else tries to come up with something, uh, I have the patent. I'm going to sue you for copyright infringement of you know, using these proprietary uh, assets, you know, because you have to acquire the, the, the coronavirus in one way or another in order to test it and then in order to come up with a solution. So these big pharmaceutical companies, Merrick, Pfizer, and, uh, uh, you know, all of these other ones that are coming out of the woodwork, uh, I believe Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation are currently working on nine separate coronavirus vaccines. The Russians have one that they claim works. Uh, then you have the um, the gene therapy that uh, Trump apparently took, and he's calling the cure. Um, and uh, you know they're trying to make the evangelical. Oh, I wanted to ask you about this. Um, how do you feel about what Trump is calling the cure? Uh, being a gene therapy that uses uh, uh, stem cells from aborted uh, human fetuses. Yeah, I have I have seen that. I've seen you know different sources on it. Some, yeah, well, that does bug me. Yes, because if it's true, that does bug me definitely. Because um, I don't I don't understand the need for that. I don't un understand. Uh, and personally, I would rather. Uh, take my chances without that. Um, that's probably some. That's probably one more reason not to take the vaccine if, if the vaccine does include that. But I've heard multiple theories on it, and I haven't researched it 
to the to the level that I probably should have to really have a good opinion on it at this point. Yeah, and that's what I appreciate about you. Even with your faith, uh, even being a Trump supporter, when things are you know contradictory, you know you can say like, yeah, that does bug me, even though I support him. And uh, but and then admit that you know you haven't really done the research on that particular thing. Everyone that's sure. listening, please be like Greg, you know, because I, I try to be like that too. When someone asks me a question about something I don't really know about or something that might make me look contradictory, I will answer honestly. You know, it's called being, uh, uh, I call it being a human being, but really it's being a, an ethical, moral, humble human being, which, you know, by definition is what makes you a good Christian. That's what I appreciate about you. Well, thank you. I, I also want to say, you know, I, I do, there are a lot of things with Trump that I dis disagree on, but I usually never get to that with, with people, just when I'm talking to people who don't like Trump. I, I usually never get to that because they're usually focused on things that they don't understand. <laughs> they don't really have a good knowledge of. They're just listening to what the, the media says. So when I hear this aborted uh, fetus thing from, from the same source, it's like, okay, well, that makes me want to look deeper into it because obviously that is a big, big problem. First of all, there shouldn't be any of, of that, you know, I mean, and um, personally, I would rather take, take my chances with something that doesn't have that. So I think whoever started re reporting that because if that is true um, and I'm going to keep an open mind to that being true um, but if that is true that's definitely a vaccine that I will not take I would I would I would rather die yeah no and, and I, I I totally agree because I now I do you know even though I disagree with it I've done a lot of research into gene therapies involving uh, uh, aborted fetal tissue embryos and things like that and um, and going even deeper into what spirit cooking uh, is uh, Marina Abramovich why do these people uh, rape murder and eat children right and I'm not just talking about you know the you know the sickos like Hillary Clinton and the Hollywood elite and and, and all of these people but it, this is not new. This, this goes way back to like the Babylonians, the Sumerians, the Greeks, the Romans, uh, you know, up until today, um, you know, people the witches and uh, the, um, the Celtic people and the, um, the Druids. Uh, the, the reason why they sacrifice children and then eat them in cannibalistic rituals is because a newborn baby or a aborted baby like you can imagine the ingredients inside such a thing it's magic is what it is it's you know it's the most it, you know okay a good a good example that's not as gross right you know it's a, <laughs> stick out all of the people listening going into that detail is um it's like when you spring uh when, when you sprout uh seeds right like uh, when you like have chia seeds or uh, you know different mung bean seeds and different things, and you sprout them and you eat those sprouts, like you can taste how how healthy and how it has all of the ingredients of life sprung. Like it's that moment of inception 
that that moment where it's not quite the thing it's supposed to be yet, but it has all the ingredients that can be just consumed. Like when you eat sprouts, you can taste. Oh my God! Like it's it's a flavor sensation. It's full of these like it juices, but you know it's not just water. It's it's this nutrient rich, nitrogen rich, vitamin mineral rich life. It is life, and these people are so lifeless and so corrupt and so drained because of all the evil. When you're evil and you do evil things, you look like shit. You, you you're tired and you're sick because you are literally now in life. There's creation and there's destruction. To create is to to make things and to have them thrive and be. Fruitful and uh, colorful and vibrant and you know full of life, and then there's destruction, which is the the rot, the decay, the process of dying. Now these people want you to believe, and they believe themselves that when you're born, you're just dying. Life is just the process of dying. It's called being a nihilist, you know, somebody that is just obsessed with death and destruction. And thinks that the universe is chaos, and that there is no consequence to their action. There's no such thing as karma. There's no such thing as what goes around comes around, and that you know there's a judgment day in, in Christianity and things like that. They really believe that no, there, there, there's you know there, there, it's all bullshit, and I can do whatever the fuck I want. And there's no consequence. But I have seen with my own eyes that people that live that way, they look like shit, you know. Now I'm somebody that you know drinks, smokes, and uh, you know I've, I've lived the rock and roll lifestyle. I've done all that stuff. N never the the evil, destructive stuff, and you know, I fight hard against that. But as far as like destroying my own body, you know, I used to smoke cigarettes for years, and I've drank so much alcohol. You know, I've woke, I've had so many, I've thrown up and you know nightclub sinks, and, and I, I, I'm an honest guy. I'm willing to admit it. I'm willing to, you know, have this video come up when I'm running for office and be like, yeah, I did that stuff, made me stronger. <laughs> you know? I, I, I will never say, oh, I never said that. Like Joe Biden, I saw today uh, how he used to say when he was running for Senate for the first time that I used to march with the uh, civil rights movement and sit in on, uh, you know, this and that and blah, blah, blah. And then later on, he was like, I have never done that. I've never walked in the civil rights movement or done any of that. And now that he's running for president, I used to march with the civil rights movement and go to the black church. <laughs> like, there's a video. It's fantastic. I'll put it up later. He's horrible. Uh, okay. But it's like, that's what these people do. They will speak out of both sides of their mouth and they will say whatever. Uh, you know, I, I got a video of, of Biden uh, saying, buy a shotgun buy a shotgun and then now it's 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 cool to be a gun grabbing lefty liberal democrat and he's like oh yeah go you know we need gun control blah 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 the guy will say whatever it takes at the moment he's a salesman he'll say whatever it takes at the moment and a lot of people say uh same thing about trump and um you know and i do admit that there's you know you have to give uh, a little bit of leeway for people to grow you know, some people change their minds about things over time, and if they're willing to explain that 
process, then you know whatever. I can I can understand that. But like when you're straight up saying like. I did a thing, and then you say, I never did that, and then I did it again. They, they act like these videos don't exist, and that they won't come back to bite them in the ass. You know, it's uh, it's the, the level of arrogance. They think you're stupid. They think you are a dumb, just uh, whatever I tell you, you're going to believe because you're a schmuck. You know, and um, it's if, if you don't see that, I mean, I guess you are. You know, but again, if you do that's how it's been. Yeah, that's that's how it's been with this country for so many years, and then now it's a it's a totally different ball game. You know, it it really seems like Trump is is one of the only people who have actually elevated to that game and to realize uh, that you know what, that's why he's on Twitter. That's why he's yeah. like he's he's everywhere. He's doing these. Uh, he's doing two rallies every day. <laughs> I mean, how is that even possible? He's doing five while Don Jr. is doing two, and then Ivanka's over here. Like, he has a whole That's true. thing. Like, That's a great the, point. He's right. doing it right. The President of the United States, you know, and Obama did it a little bit. He was, what you know, the, the Internet president. But Trump took it to the next level. He realized that I, I can't be using the mainstream media. These guys are controlled by the Council on Foreign Relations, the Trilateral Commission, the Bilderberg Group. Bohemian Grove, the National Press Club, and all of these other things telling them what to do. You got the Pentagon with all of their talking points, the CIA, all of that stuff. You know, that you can't, it, it's a dirty filter, is what it is. You, you can't use that. It's no good. You have to have a direct connection. And it's going to be raw, it's going to be uncut. It's drinking the rainwater, you know, off of your roof. Yeah, there's going to be some gravel, there's going to be this and that, you know. They, He's going to say some stuff that's not going to sound very polished, but it's going to be honest. And and that is one thing I really respect about him. That you know, and yeah, then, uh, isn't that Don Junior is hilarious. He's I yeah, love yeah. That. you know, uh, Ivanka Trump. She's a doll, and uh, yeah. you know, and and she's doing all the humanitarian work. You know, but they're setting the stage that if Trump doesn't win this election, you know, he gets to run again in twenty twenty eight. I'm sorry, twenty twenty four, and then. You know, and he can keep running because he only ran one. He only had one term, so you know it, it's almost a good thing. Can they do that? Can they do and that? And then you got Don Jr. And then you got Ivanka. And guess what? You know, I, I you got uh, Kaylee, Baron, uh, well, Kaylee, or whatever the press secretary. What? She's amazing. She's like she's a firecracker. When the media comes at her, she's like, oh yeah, well, what about this and this and this and this and this and well spoken, yeah, articulate, knows what she's talking about ready to go it's like she has the magazine fully loaded so what do you got pop 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 you know and that's that's what we need i would totally vote for any of those people because they're fantastic yeah. and that's the thing about trump say what you will about him he surrounds himself with amazing people and then not everyone's pretty they might seem interesting uh, you know or you know good or talented or whatever and then if they don't deliver he fires them and then brings that's someone right. else in you know, he gives someone Great else point. a chance. Ah, you, you, you had the chance, you didn't make it, you know, you're out of here. And That's right. that management style is what you want. You know, because that, yeah. it's, it, when you have these career politicians, Joe Biden's been in office for 47 years, and I love that meme he's using, it's very effective. 
that he's been in for 47 months and Biden's been in for 47 years and he's done more in those 47 months than he's done in those 47 years. You know, it's like anyone that thinks that Joe Biden after 47 years, oh, and he was the vice president for eight years. Oh, but now, now he's going to make change. Now he's going to do these things. Are you kidding me? He's been in Senate for 47 years and in, I mean, it's it's unbelievable that, you know, people think that, oh, now, now he, you know, as the president, it, because let me tell you guys, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of you know, if you're listening to this broadcast, you're next level. I don't want to talk down to you, but, you know, the president of the United States, it's a figurehead position. You have some power. You are the commander in chief of the armed forces of the United States of America. You are the you know, highest person in the executive branch of the United States of America. But really, when you look in the grand scheme of things, you look at the Senate, the uh, you, you look at the uh, the judicial branch, you look at Congress, and, and all of the powers of all of those things, the Pentagon and all of that. I mean, it's really just one guy. It, it's I'd say it's like what, like five percent of the actual power of the United States. And 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 I'd say 4% of that 5% is the ability to write uh, executive orders and the ability to, um, you know, to, to say no to things that come across your desk. Uh, you know, and, and that's power, you know, I mean, that's nothing to knock, you know, but uh, it's not like the president says it and it, you know, everyone just, uh, that's not how it works. There's so many, uh, there's so many things in place, you know, checks and balances, that there is a 95%, give or take, uh, percent of impotence that, that occurs with that position where, you know, you, you try to assert that 5%, and then a lot of the time, 95% of the time, will get knocked down by one thing or another and uh you know then then you, you get you know you, you, you do your eight years best case scenario and then the next guy comes in and then after a matter of uh, you know a certain period of time they can overturn that five percent of things that you did so really it is a moment in time where you have a little bit of power it's not like the things i'm going to do are going to change american history forever uh, because especially with the way the, how, how much power and control the mainstream media, academia, the university system, the public school system, and all of these other things in our lives, now social media, Facebook, uh, Google, all of these, the influence, the way that they can sh sway the narrative, they can change, uh, they can change history. Things that happen, I mean, people have attention deficit disorder, <laughs> where uh, it, it's mass, everybody, you know, where like something happened last week, they forgot about it already. And that's by design. That's having a screen in front of your face every, every 10 seconds, which, you know, reminds me, you know, I'm really glad you guys are listening to this and watching this. And I'm really happy that you go to darkdocs.com and, and go to all of these things. But... You know, you, you really have to unplug a lot, too. You really have to... When I'm out there on our property that we bought, uh, again, viamanbyland.com, you can own land, do it. I don't get any money from those guys. Ask them. They'll be like, who's that guy? I don't know. 
and uh, but I support you guys owning your own land. And uh, even if you don't you own land or buy land or whatever, um, go out in the forest and don't bring your phone. Or if you really just need your phone or whatever, turn it off. Take the battery out of it and get that natural vibration that is out there. Watch the birds. Stick your hand in the dirt. Play with a caterpillar. You know, like, <laughs> it's so important. And uh, it sounds silly when, when you hear someone say it and you've never done it. Uh, you know, take your shoes off. Walk around on the grass. And you have to get far enough away from the radio towers. You have to get far enough away from the, the electric lines and the transistors and the, five, you know, the 4G, the, the 5G. The, it's even far more reaching in there in planetary orbit and all of those things. But while you still can, go out there. Go, go the hell out there. Go swim in the ocean for like half an hour you know, straight, and uh, it'll change your life, it'll change your vibration, if you feel like a little sick, or a little, you know, a little under the weather, you have a sniffle, you know, go out there, trust me, get stinky, get smelly, don't put on any deodorant, you know, and um, that's what they don't want you to do, like, that, that's the big thing, like, because the longer you're out there, the more you'll realize you'll come back to. The, every time I come back to civilization from building the treehouse out in the woods and stuff, I don't want to come back. I I, I want to stay out there. I want to you know hang out with the wild animals and and do my own thing and grow my own food and I want to do my laundry in a bucket and wring it out and let the let the sun dry it and put it back on. I don't want to wash and dryer it. Now, I have my little butane stove, but I'm happy making a fire and, and cooking things on the fire. And they don't want you to, to feel comfortable doing those things. They want you to think that those things are old-fashioned and um, not useful anymore. They want you to think that you can replace those things with a pill or a screen or a TV show or something. And it never will. What do you want to talk about next? Did I lose you? No, I'm still here. Awesome. No, I was uh, just thinking about you know how, how you were talking about going out and um, getting uh, getting right with nature and all of that, and it's like even if you can't get out and go and go and swim, you know, even just sometimes going and just looking at the waves, just staring, you know, into the ocean, just getting away from all this stuff. You know, it really lets you know. Um, it's just, it's just a great way to kind of um, break up all of that stress and all the daily stress, especially with this digital technology. It's just like none of this is natural. You know, I don't, I don't really understand the digital technology. I've taken electronic classes, and they can't even really explain how electronics work. <laughs> There's just some there's some things that are just so unnatural that um, they do seem to say tannic. 
And so a lot of the digital stuff, that's pretty much my view on it. Ever since I've learned about it and been studying it, it's like, this is not natural. This is not what God wants us to be doing. Now, we've been able to use these products, to use these things for yeah. a good purpose, for a good reason. Um, and that's the way God God works, you know. it's He can take something bad, something negative, and turn it into something positive. Um, but I, I do think that it's great. Um, and, and I have seen a couple photos where you posted about your, your place out there. And I don't know how far along your place is going out there, but it looks nice. It looks beautiful. It looks, it looks peaceful. By New Year's. And then I'm going to start working on the, uh, the water and the electric systems. We have uh, solar-powered lights. Um, uh, you know, and uh, all of our solar-powered stuff, it's all... Very inexpensive. You can get a lot of it off of Wish or Amazon. Like, yeah, you know, you're funding the Chinese, but the stuff is so cheap. Like, you know, you can get, you know, solar-powered string lights for like five, six bucks. Uh, we have some Edison lights. They spend like sixteen bucks. And um, out of the box, with one day of solar charging out there in the woods, which doesn't get the best sun because there's a lot of trees and stuff blocking, it's enough to have lights on from sunset until four or five in the morning and then they start to kind of die out. That's amazing. You know, I really, after sunset, I'd like the lights to be on for maybe two or three hours and then it's lights off, go to bed, you know, until the sun wakes you up again. And uh, we have, uh, for about 60 bucks, we got a five panel fold out solar array uh, that you can put on your deck and it charges your cell phone or like uh, what's great is getting those like cell phone, you know, battery packs and stuff like that. We buy a bunch of those and uh, just have them all fully charged. And uh, you know, if, if, if my my phone never dies out there, and uh, once we have the roof up, we're gonna get, uh, you know, we're gonna spend about about four or five hundred dollars on proper large solar panels going to deep cell batteries, um, and you can get like a. $60 thousand watt inverter from Walmart or whatever you know again I hate you know funding these people but it like you said you, you can use something evil to do something positive and you know it, it's pissing in the wind anyway like me buying it or not buying it's going to make the difference right um, and uh, yeah then you can plug in two prong three prong stuff and I can charge my um, I got the Ryobi uh, you know, cheap uh, tools, you know, screwdriver, uh, power drills, and circular saws, and that's what I'm building the whole thing with, just uh, battery pack powered power tools, uh, reciprocating saws, and things like that. Home Depot, you, for 150 bucks, you can buy a pack, comes with a bag, two extra batteries. You're going to want to buy a couple of those $100 battery packs, but what's great about those things, too, is that they come, you can buy for about 20 bucks, something that you plug in and then you can use that as a battery pack to charge phones and laptops and things like that out there too and uh, these days really like there's a there's a cheap solution for everything the only thing you're not going to get is refrigeration um washer and dryer and, and like a dishwasher like those are like the high voltage items that uh it, i mean it takes a lot of solar power to run those things and frankly you don't need them you can wash a dish you know, uh, again, reflecting rainwater off of the roof, and we have a carbon filter for the water. Uh, it goes to a shower and a sink, 
Um, we, we already bought all the stuff. And uh, the treehouse, it's a two-story treehouse with a, a loft, and um, it's about uh, 1,500 square feet. It has a front porch, uh, five feet by eight-foot porch uh, covered with a staircase going up to it. And uh, all of the wood, uh, we're using the solar gray corrugated uh, polycarbonate panels, which are Category 5 hurricane-tested. Uh, waterproof and they, they they're called solar grade because they are tinted and it uh, cuts 70% of the UV rays which uh, it it keeps it nice and cool uh, the design which you know I'm gonna be posting and doing a whole video on how I once I'm done with this thing I want to you know do a big video I want to start building these things for other people it's gonna be a side business and uh, uh, you know, you can design these things where you have the airflow with uh, mosquito netting and stuff going through the house, and then you have a you can get these uh, USB powered ceiling fans. We have one in our tent, it's fantastic, and um, that you know circulates the air. When you're in the woods, I mean, there's always a nice breeze. You know, you're shaded, um, and that's here in Florida in the summer. You know, so this is like kind of worst case scenario, unless you're, you know, I mean, I think Mexico is probably worse, or Arizona, but they have the dry heat. You know, if you can build, if you can build something that has a nice shade to it, even out there. But I mean, we have the humidity; it's hot as hell, global warming, yada yada. And um, you know, I've been working out there all summer with no air conditioning. You know, you can get a bag of ice. You know, every time you go out, get a bag of ice. Uh, when you're at your friend's house, um, at my mom's house over here, at my ex-wife's house, and, and all of their freezers, I have a frozen gallon of water. So when I stop by, I, I pick up a, a gallon, the frozen gallon, and then uh, I bring them a gallon of water and I freeze that one. And, uh, you know, if you have systems like that in place, you're always going to have something cold to drink. You're always going to have electricity. You're always going to, you know, have what you need. And... Uh, you know, but it, it, uh, if it comes down to it, and like shit really hits the fan, and like we're out there and you know locked in, and you know everything outside is awful, we're like in fallout or whatever. I mean, I don't need a cold drink. You know, I don't need air conditioning. I don't need a refrigerator. Um, we're working on dehydrating meats. We have a wild boar, uh, all kinds of wild animals out there that we can trap and hunt. We have some traps up. Uh, trail uh, trail cam, solar powered, running on SD cards and things like that. Motion sensor, night vision. These things cost like twenty bucks online. You know, you can get all this stuff. And um, you know, once once you're able to dehydrate meats and fruits, we have wild. Uh, what we didn't even plant these things when we found the property. Wild uh, limes, citrus, grapefruits, plenty of seeds. These things are undomesticated. Uh, they still; these are citrus that the, the, the trees actually have thorns on them. That's when you know that it's wild, and it's delicious. It's the best citrus I've ever had. There's your vitamin C, <laughs> you know, right there. You can take uh, you can take the orange rinds and uh, dehydrate those. Uh, you know, if you catch yourself a boar, you got plenty of meat. You can take all of the fat and render it down and get some lye from the hardware store and you can make with the, the citrus rinds and the oils and stuff uh, you can make amazing soaps 
and we've done that. We've learned how to make our own soap. Um, all of this stuff you can learn uh, for free at darkdocs.com. We have a survival section right here on the homepage. Uh, if you scroll down to the docs section, and docs, survival, uh, definitely download this book, The Lost Ways. Uh, we, we spent some money buying it and talked to the authors, and they were fine with us putting it up. It's like 500 plus pages of everything you need. These are the methods that have been passed down generation to generation of uh, pioneers, founding fathers of this country, crossing the Oregon Trail, and you know making their own uh, you know pharmaceuticals and uh, uh, you know medicines and things off of you know weeds on the side of the trail and all sorts of stuff and how to field dress wounds and how to uh, make a uh, how to make pretty much anything uh, uh, you know uh, have a have a windmill have a make snowshoes out of twigs, you name it. The most ridiculous stuff that's in this book. Uh, also, uh, in our survival section is uh, the CIA Psychological Operations and Guerrilla Warfare Tactical Manual for the Revolutionary, first published by the Intelligence Agent, uh, Central Intelligence Agency and distributed by the Contras in Central America. Uh, that has a lot of stuff on uh, how to... Uh, how to deal with all that stuff. We also, in the oh, in the Federal Jack Archive, uh, under war, we have a lot of the Army Field Manuals. One second. Uh, let me take this real quick. Hey, on, on the podcast, you coming home? Hey, this is Dan. All right, see you soon. That's... The little great. Serial burial of sacred owls. Uh, Hello. She's with this whole COVID thing. She's working so much. She's a, a sign language interpreter, and um, you know, it, it, it's crazy how much that is needed now more than ever. And doing all the remote learning, things like that. You know, she's working her butt off and stuff. Um, anyway, uh, yeah. I mean, we have a lot of these resources uh, that are are paramount, and a lot of the things. That I'm hey, doing out there for survival, uh, we've done to, um, you know, we've, we've learned from these documents. Hey, uh, uh, Christian, I think we have Dan Hinnon here. Dan? Yes. Uh, is this the Great State Call, Greg? Uh, actually, we're on the uh, Dark Talks call first, um, but. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. I was just leaving a meeting. I thought I could get you guys. Uh, what yeah. time does the other call start? Uh, the other call, I think we're going to start around sometime after 8 p.m. So for you, I think you're Central. Well, probably 8 p.m. for you now. <laughs> that's why. There you go. <laughs> uh, well, that's okay. Um, hey, you got a lot done on this call. I'm fine. If you guys want to jump over to Gray State, uh, I can stay on the line or if, uh, you know, whatever you guys want to do. Yeah, I think we got a still. We still got a couple hours before that one. I think that one's um, at least on my time. That one's supposed to start maybe two hours from from now. But um, I'll, I'll drop uh, off, Greg, and I'll drop off later on. All right. All right. Sounds good. Sorry. No problem. He's running out over here. 
<laughs> Just a little run-in by our good friend Dan Hannon there. Always good to have him on. He's he's been on Dark Docs a couple times, I think. Yeah. Well, let's see what else do we got to. Uh, um, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, kind of. Uh, there's a delay. Doing yeah, the all digital of a sudden. For a second there. <laughs> That's okay. It's all right. Um, uh, have you yeah, seen the movie Trump Card? No, no, I still haven't seen that one yet. Um, you heard about it? Um, yeah. I, I stole it off of. Um, I actually paid the 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 five ninety nine for YouTube, and uh, I OBS Studio recorded it. And then I cleaned it up in, in Sony Vegas Pro and uploaded it. Um, it's kind of large, so you, you're going to want to right-click and save as uh, because streaming it is uh, kind of laggy. Um, what I've been doing, I want to find a better way to do this, but um, I've been compressing a lot of the videos on darkdocs.com by uploading them to YouTube. Uh, but now, actually, I can do it on BitChute. And yeah, I just uploaded... If you go to bitshoot.com forward slash dark thoughts, uh, I just started that and uh, I, I uploaded Trump Card over there. And there's a, uh, a if you search for a Bitshoot downloader, uh, Bitshoot is uh, it's actually the compression rate is nice. You know, I'm uploading it to I used to do it to YouTube, but you know, YouTube censors everything. So, eh. but now that I know I can do it with Bitshoot, it's nice because you can upload. Like the the Dark Docs movies, for example, uh, Sacred Owls, They Are Here to Save the World. Um, it was like 20 gigabytes. It's like, I mean, granted, it's like three hours and some change, but it was like 1080p high resolution, you know, which is fantastic, but it's too big to download. Even if you have a good internet connection like I do, um, it's still laggy. Um, but when I uploaded it to BitChute, and then downloaded it from there, it compresses it down to like a gig, you know, which is like reasonable. Uh, so I've been going through the archive and kind of compressing some things because some people are like, I can't watch any of this. You know, if, if you're going through like a 4G connection or you, you don't really have good Wi-Fi or something, it's just, you know, you're going to keep getting the spinning circle of death and it's not, it's not going to load. So we've been doing a lot to do that. Um, but yeah, Trump Card is fantastic. In fact, I'd like to play a, a little bit at the beginning to kind of give you a taste. Um, but this guy is awesome. I want to watch more of his movies. Um, uh, let's see his name. I'm gonna give you a little synopsis, and then, uh, because you know you're a Trump guy, and uh, this guy's an interesting perspective. He's like a Indian American immigrant uh, who, under the Obama administration, was arrested for like you know. Uh, for his journalism and, uh, and Trump gave him a pardon uh, when he got into office which is pretty pretty cool um, but yeah here's a little bit um, from the beating socialism corruption in the deep state the United States has always been a home for those suffering under socialist regimes across the world but all of that is great is a great risk in the hands of today's Democratic Party, run by Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders, and AOC. Written directed by acclaimed filmmaker, scholar, and New York Times bestselling author Dinesh D'Souza, Trump Card is an expose on the socialism, corruption, and gang uh, gangsterization 
that is now the Democratic Party. Whether it is creeping socialism from Joe Biden or the overt socialism of Bernie Sanders, the film reveals a unique, uh, what is unique in modern socialism, who is behind it, why it is evil, and how do we work together with President Trump to stop it. And uh, something that uh, is really, to me, a bombshell in this film, it's about a, a three quarters of the way into the film, uh, he interviews a gay male prostitute who um, is a whistleblower who had sex with Barack Obama and he's friends with a guy who had sex with Bo Biden and was actually killed in his home for being, uh, you know, for speaking out about it uh, during the, the Obama administration. And that interview is shocking. I learned about this whole thing from the New Agenda show with Adam Curry and John C. DeVore when they played the clip. So I was like, what? Wait, 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 what? And, uh, I, you know, I, I, I purchased the film on, on, on YouTube and then downloaded it. But, yeah, here's a little bit from the beginning of that film. It's, it's some, uh, some pretty hardcore stuff. Nothing like that in the beginning, uh, you know, but it's it's a good setup for the film. Uh, that's not on the screen, but in sports, I have the videos on your files, PDF elements anymore. Stream it down, hold it on the site. No membership fee, no memory advertisements, no registration required, just freedom of information. Download directly to your device with one click, watch whenever you want. This is information warfare.
Well, there you go. It kind of sets the, the stage for the whole thing. Um, it, it's a great film, hour 43. It's not too long. And, I mean, it covers everything from, from you have Michael Moore uh, lying about, in his film Sicko, about the, the communist uh, Cuban medical system and how it's so superior when really the one hospital he went to is the one that the Cuban military elite go to and, and foreigners that can actually afford to pay for it. Meanwhile, all of the other hospitals, they don't have the facilities to sterilize the old 1940s syringes that they recycle, uh, and they have like roaches and rats running around. It's disgusting. Uh, you know, he actually went to those hospitals and things like that, and um, so many more just like lies. And you know, he he, he deconstructs all of the promises made by democratic socialism and, and all of those things and uh, you know and, and why he is a Trump supporter and things like that so I thought that that was a really uh, interesting perspective um, you know as far as that goes uh, while we're playing clips uh, I did want to jump back into COVID and just play the very beginning of the second pandemic uh, it is um, it starts off with uh, some clips from Event 201, uh, which uh, I've never seen before. I knew about Event 201. I didn't realize, I thought it was more of like a think tank, like Project for a New American Century, Rebuilding America's Defenses, kind of like a, you know, a fax machine and, you know, some emails sent back and forth. But no, this was a whole, like, televised, uh, you, you gotta see this thing, it's crazy. Mm. On behalf of our center and our partners, the World Economic Forum and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, I'd like to extend a very warm welcome to our audience here in New York, as well as our larger virtual audience participating online today. The Event 201 scenario is fictional. Today's scenario is going to simulate meetings of a multi-stakeholder group called the Pandemic Emergency Board. It looks looking like it will be a severe pandemic, and there are problems emerging that can only be solved by global business and governments working together. There's been uh, some conspiracy theories that are around about uh, the potential that pharmaceutical companies of the UN have released this for their own benefit. And maybe this is a time for us to showcase some cases where we are able to, to bring forward some bad actors and, and leave it before the courts to decide whether they have actually spread some fake news. A new coronavirus. Infected people got a respiratory illness with symptoms ranging from mild flu-like signs to severe pneumonia. In related news, a significant demand for personal protective equipment like N95 masks and gloves are on the rise. Patients are overwhelming healthcare facilities. People are avoiding public spaces out of fear of infection and in compliance with public health recommendations. Our U.S. affiliate has just released polling results on public expectations for a vaccine. And 65% of those polled are eager to take the vaccine, even if it's experimental. I'm not optimistic about having a vaccine in time to be relevant during this pandemic. With enough money and political will, anything is possible. Penalties have been put in place for spreading harmful falsehoods, including arrests. If the solution means controlling and reducing access to information, I 
think it's the right choice. What exactly are the risks and benefits of staying home from work? Absolutely, we need to save lives, but we literally cannot afford a heavy-headed response that suffocates our economy. The world saw large-scale protests and in some places riots. This led to violent crackdowns in some countries and even martial law. The public lost trust in their respective administration. Economists say the economic turmoil caused by such a pandemic will last for years. The societal impacts, the loss of faith in government, the distrust of news, and the breakdown of social cohesion could last even longer. We have to ask, did this need to be so bad? All right, so what you just saw was a simulated event. All of that production, the news reports and everything, that was from October of last year, October 2019. That was five months before the pandemic. They have all of these actors that Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the United Nations, and all of these people, Tony Fauci and all of them, got together and they predicted the future, that they were going to have, you know, all of these social distancing, uh, mask shortage, glove shortage, in N95, uh, that they were going to have uh, riots, that they were going to uh, have, uh, be cracking down on conspiracy theorists and if they have to censor information in order for safety, then that's a good idea. Right then and there, they admitted that they planned all of this. This is a pandemic. They tested it all out, and they saw how it was going to, you know, be accept accepted by people. Excuse me. And then they had a focus group. They had feedback. And then they actually rolled it out months later. What do you think about that, Greg? Well, um, the first thing that I was thinking about this is uh, when I first heard about this was probably a couple months after all of this happened. And this was sent to me by a friend, um, and he said, you need to look at this. So I looked at Event 201. The first thing I did is I pulled all of their videos. I took all their videos. I upload. I made sure that I uploaded them to my YouTube channel, and I backed them up. So we have all of them. Um, the second thing that I noticed, if you go to their website, they have a disclaimer that came out um, after the pandemic, I think in April, and they basically, you, you know, let they, people know. I'm talking about whoever is responsible for the website for the 201, the gotcha. event okay. 201. Yeah. Okay, so they have a disclaimer on their website, event201.org, I don't know what their website is, but whatever it is, um, where they say that it's coincidental that whatever <laughs> yeah, happened, it's coincidental. Now, the, the, there's there's a there's a couple problems with this, obviously, because it's too coincidental. Um, it's and we have right. And the other thing is that if you go back and look at when did this first thing start? It started in October. Um, so October of 2019, when all this happened, that's when the as far as 
as we know, it could have started earlier than October 2019, but as far as we know, the earliest... Well, I mean, yeah, races, uh, Tony Fauci got the patents for the novel coronavirus back in 1999. Uh, Bill Gates was on a TED Talk talking about this stuff back in 2009. So, I mean, they've been working on this for like 20 years. They just, it, it was something that they've been working on for, you know, for, for decades. And, um, you know, the event 201 was kind of like after years and years of like the patents and working and focus groups and things like that, actually putting it into play kind of like, um, you know, in a simulation to see um, how it would pan out so that way they could like really look at it and discuss it. This is all a game to them. It's disgusting. And um, I mean, you're right. There was, you know, talks and scares. I mean, this goes before, you know, COVID-19. We had uh, SARS, you know, we, you know, COVID, you know, one or whatever you want to call it. And then they, before that, they had uh, the, the swine flu epidemic and stuff. They've been working little by little on these kinds of, uh, these kinds of things. And, uh, but the COVID-19 was the agenda 2030, you know, really hardcore lockdown. This is like, you know, hit, hit the green button. We're actually going to do this thing and see how, if we can get away with this, with the lockdowns, with the masks, with the forced inoculations, with the travel restrictions and all of those things. Yeah. And the big one that was in that clip that you played is actually martial law. Because that's the one thing that I don't think Trump is is doing. I don't think he's ever going to do that. But I do remember get because I'm actually writing a book on the whole COVID thing, so I'm writing this in real time. I started writing this maybe in March, so I've been taking notes. I've been doing a lot of research. Um, the China virus, I don't know, or the invisible <laughs> enemy. I, I'm not really sure yet. I don't know if the China virus is going to make sure that I don't get the book published, you know, onto the into the distribution formats. But whatever it is, um, you know, they this has been. Um, here, here's my my uh, yeah. my two cents. Um, instead of kung flu fighting, it should be fighting kung flu. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it if it came from China, it would make sense to call it the China virus. If it came from a from a U.S. lab, which is the other theory, right? We have I've I've found at least three theories of where this thing came from. Um, so, whatever you want to think of it as, you know, it, it's yeah. uh, um, well, the, the, the main thing that you know it originated in the Wuhan lab. But then you had American in interest and military personnel in that Wuhan lab. So, you know, and they're all running under subsidiaries of the U.S. But the mainstream. China, so it's not direct. So that way the Chinese can say it came from the U.S. You know, yeah, all these so you don't think people come over to our lab and bring it. And then you can have the Americans say that the Chinese, you know, because it was over there. Kind of so you don't think it came from a a la, a um a marketplace in in the Wuhan Valley in China? Well, again, I mean, there, there's there's two uh, there's two different uh, possibilities, major possibilities. Either this thing is natural, and then Tony Fauci needs to be arrested because he has a patent on something that's natural and that's illegal, or uh, this thing was made in a laboratory that he was a part of, and 
that is a violation of uh, UN uh, war crimes uh, for biological weapons. So, I mean, either way, the guy needs to go to jail. Yeah, and, and the whole thing about the, the martial law is uh, our governor, Gavin Newsom, he was questioned several times about the possibility of declaring a martial law in the state of California. And there were many times where you could see he was purposely trying not to say those words because he didn't want, I mean, this is a polished politician. So he wants to make sure that he's, that, that he's not quoted saying the actual words for martial law. Yeah. So no, he was very careful. It's a curfew. Yeah. Right, which is which is weird. I, I don't know how you flatten a curve. I mean, I've never. I mean, if you know what a, what a curve is, you don't. You don't die at night. You know. <laughs> I mean, if it's a curve, you cannot flatten it. So that it's an oxymoron in some ways. But I mean, the whole the whole thing was. It was supposed to be martial law, and that clip that you played just brought that back to me so clearly that this was the plan, and Trump, once again, stands in the way of their plan. In some ways, from my view, he does stand in the middle of the deep state and us. I mean, I really hope in that's some ways. You know, I mean, some things, uh, uh, I, I, I would say, back that up. And some things, it's like they, you know, he only does just enough to, to make it seem that way. You know, I don't want to believe that. I want to believe that he's fighting for us, but or else we're screwed. You know, like we got nobody. Who do we got? What Rand Paul? You know, who do we got? Yeah, we always have <laughs> Jesus. We got Jesus Christ. That's that's good enough for me. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> that's where I feel. Actually, Jesus you Christ know. doesn't have a Senate seat, so you know. <laughs> Oh, you never know. I mean, you, know, you never know. He, he puts, I mean, puts you people there. Strong, he takes you know, them. If, if you believe he's a Christian and stuff. And, you know. I mean, you know what? It, it's so nice to hear Donald Trump actually talk about Jesus. And it's so nice to actually hear him mention who Jesus Christ is. I mean, I, I've never heard any of these other politicians, especially our president, ever talk about that. They always dance around it. They always water it down. Yeah. This is the first president where even my my wife it really stood out to her. It's like wow, it's 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 so different. They're, he's actually mentioning Jesus Christ and talking about Jesus Christ, and not just mentioning it to just placate us, to just pander to Christians. You know, he's making a very valid valid statement. So, whatever people's view, if they think Trump is just doing that to just placate to us Christians, whatever it is. Um, you know that's just not the way that I that I see it, and I just I just you know always never trust man. I only trust Jesus, and that's where I where I stand on the whole on the whole thing. But I mean everything that I'm seeing from from Trump is um is a very positive thing. It's 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 something that we've always wanted. We've always wanted a politician not to be a politician. And now that we have one, I don't understand why people are so quick to turn against him. I was a Democrat. Media. It's uh, yeah. I mean, they're being bombarded by not just when, it, when you say the mainstream media, people think like, oh, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, uh, NPR, National Public Radio, um, and things like that. But 
but that's only one little aspect of what the main what is the implied in what is the mainstream media well media of the mainstream variety it's really all of the media that you consume so media is video audio uh, what you read um, and that's why we need dark docs because we are the new media we are the video audio documents everything uncuts uncensored here's the real deal and so it's not just the news it's also the television shows that you watch the cartoons the sitcoms they have CIA mockingbird talking points it's family guy it's Rick and Morty it's uh, the Connors it's all of these TV shows that you watch and they have messaging it's called programming for a reason on channels you are channeling these things you're channeling things to be programmed and uh, I mean we have some great uh, documentaries just about that um, True Stream Media has, has a good one called The Minds of Men uh, that we have uh, we just put it back up on, on Dark Thoughts and uh, it, it goes into what all of these things mean and why they're called that but it's not just the TV shows it's also the movies you watch it's also um, the podcast that you get from uh, you know all of these mainstream sources and then you you know you have Google uh, being you know when you search for something you Google it and they're censoring the information and giving you certain messages based on that they implant in academic too they break down all of that uh, when you compare when you search for something on DuckDuckGo versus uh, when you when you Google it, uh, you know the the different results that you get and how it is curated. It is censorship. It's not a public forum. It is a curated. They they pick and choose what they want to show and what they don't want to show. And then the things that they don't want to show, they also have media that goes against that and discredits it. And then the things that they do want to show, they have all the fact checkers and things like that run by the same companies and the same interest groups that um, it's all controlled and then it goes even further than that it's you know it's in the commercials of all the, the major corporations all the messaging now all of the commercials that you watch on Hulu you know for the bank or the you know the restaurant or this or that oh you know the, the theme park oh we have a hands-free um, you, know, st you know stay in your car uh, curbside service, social distancing, face coverings, and we're sanitizing all surfaces constantly. And they're acting like they can just bleach everything and then sterilize the world. And that's an interesting phrase, sterilize. You know, we, we, <laughs> when we're sterilizing surfaces, uh, they really want to sterilize us. They really want to make sure that we don't have kids and that they don't have kids and that it's not cool to have kids and if you get pregnant it's cool to have an abortion go to Planned Parenthood you know it's, it's easy it's, you, know, it's, you don't want that kid ruining you know I had and it, and it works this programming where at, you know just because I have a kid uh, I have people I have people on Facebook and stuff uh, calling my child that they've never met they've never met me but because of my political beliefs and my ideologies and my perspective on things, uh, they would call my child a crotch goblin. 
they uh, they would call me a breeder. Like that's a bad thing. Like I'm some sort of, you know, just like popping out kids, you know, <laughs> like. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Like if you want to have a bunch of kids, have a bunch of kids. You know, be fruitful. You know, and uh, because if you have, you know, like in no agenda, they call them human resources. You have a bunch of kids. You, you, you give them stuff to do, you're educating them, you're passing on your bloodline, but the elite don't want you to have kids. They, they, they want to be the ones that have their little sickly, uh, you know, the kids that they, they got through artificial insemination because they can't get their dick up because they're sick. And, uh, you know, they, they have all these health problems because they're, they're wicked. And, you know, God is, is killing them and uh, their actions on earth is killing them and they have these disgusting weekly you look at the royal family you look at the clintons and all these people they look like you look like Dave, david rockefeller and 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 uh you know bill and melinda gates these people look like demons you look at nancy pelosi they're the skeletor they just look like awful sick wicked ill people you know I, I kind of feel sorry for them if they weren't so evil and weren't trying to destroy our world and our, our national sovereignty and our civil liberties. I would feel sorry for them because they, they look ill. You know, I want to give them a glass of orange juice and tell them to go sit in the sun for a little bit, but, you know, they're, they're so evil that they'd probably, you know, go away from the, the orange juice like it was holy water and then go away from the sun because they're vampires. <laughs> like. They can't even do things in the normal, natural way because they're not normal, natural people. Um, it's uh, it's it's sick, but uh, the you know it works like a charm. You look around, you go outside, you walk around, you go to the a city, you go to Target, you go to Walmart, and you see all of these people wearing a mask, and it doesn't make any sense. And then you try to tell them, hey, you know. That thing's going to give you bacterial pneumonia, and Tony Fauci actually signed a paper about during the Spanish flu epidemic, the majority of deaths weren't from Spanish flu, it was from bacterial pneumonia from wearing masks. And he signed a paper about that, that just came out recently, uh, and you know we're going to be doing more invest. I, I need to read that paper now. But um, I, I heard from very reputable sources that he signed this paper, and that that's exactly what happened during the Spanish flu epidemic. Um, and yet here we are, same guy, telling you to wear a mask. And uh, but yet these people again, they don't research. They they, they do as they're told. They don't want to get in trouble. They don't want to start anything. They don't want to argue. So they will do what they're told. They will wear a mask. They will shut up. And, you know, Tony Fauci tells them to shove a thumb up their ass and you, you have to keep that thumb in your ass as you walk around all day or else you're going to get COVID. I guarantee there's going to be people with their arm right up their ass walking around. That's what you can see. Uh, because they are programmed and they will do as they're told. It's, it's working hook, line, and sinker and they will, they will just repeat everything that the Mockingbird tells them to do. They're completely programmed, 100%. And you try to wake them up, and they, they laugh at you. They've been programmed to ridicule you, to insult you, to call you, you know, like you, 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 you hate them. You, you want to, to hurt them with your, your, your naked face. 
you know, you you want to, um, you know, you're a terrorist, you're uh, you're racist. We're not wearing a mask. You're a racist. Whatever, like the, whatever they tell them about us, that's what they're going to believe. When the saddest thing about it is, I really, you know, I might be rude because of all of this and, and say horrible things. I really try not to insult them, you know, and because that, that's what they're doing. You know, they're calling me retarded or this or that. You know, they, they say they say a lot of curse words. You know, I've been trying to curse less. It's hard, you know, because again, I'm programmed. We're all programmed to a certain extent. You know, and you have to deprogram yourself and reprogram yourself. That gets we're a bunch of computers. You know, whatever you feed us, whatever programs you feed us, that's what we're operating off of. And but we have, you know, we don't have artificial intelligence. We have the real deal. We have natural intelligence. We have critical thinking skills. We're able to reprogram ourselves. We're com- imagine if your computer. You know, without installing an antivirus, can just all of a sudden realize that there's something wrong with it and fix itself. What if you didn't have to run a defrag program to defragment your your hard drive? If it just knew to do it on its own, uh, you know. And I mean, yeah, you could purchase like the uh, you know the enhanced version of AVG or McAfee or whatever and have scheduled. But again, that's if then. That's not artificial intelligence. That's just you. Uh, you know, going through a paywall in order to have a scheduled uh, mechanical operation happen, but it's not really think your computer's not thinking for itself, and that's what they're they're trying to claim with artificial intelligence. The artificial intelligence that they have and that I've looked into, what they're working on at CERN and at, you know these supercomputers, these quantum computers, and things like that machine learning and all that stuff that Facebook and all these other people claim to have, they 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 don't have it. You know, I, I've talked to the tech experts. I've been in tech for, you know, twenty years now and, and I can tell you from the experts I've talked to and from my you know, my coding experience, uh, my uh, programming experience, that they are running off of if then scripts. That means if this happens, then you do this. If this happens, then you do that. That's that's not artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence would actually be able to critically analyze data and actually come up with its own ideas about things. And we're not there yet. And honestly, I say yet, I don't even think we're ever going to be there. Because that is what separates us from these machines that we have created um, you would have to be God, and these people are trying to play God when they are trying to, you know, pretty much come up with a Promethean uh, manifestation of their own. They're trying to create something as great, if not greater, as some of these arrogant bastards claim, uh, you know, to, to make something better than humanity. There is nothing better than humanity, at least that we can create as human beings. You know, that's above our pay grade. Uh, there might be higher intelligent uh, life forms in the universe. I really hope there is. And I hope that they have come in the past and helped us out. And Majestic 12 and a lot of declassified federal documents can back that up. And they've already admitted that we have been working with uh, extraterrestrial life forms from 
other planets, other galaxies, other solar systems, and uh, that's all very interesting stuff. Um, but you can't even have these conversations with a lot of people because they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I saw the X Files. Oh yeah, I saw the Cosmos," or "Or you're crazy," or you know, it's above their comprehension, and that's okay, you know, because we're just human beings, and I'm not going to act like. I know everything for sure. For all we know, these declassified federal documents about Majestic 12 and all these things are a psyop in order for us to look to the heavens, look over here, but don't pay attention to all of this criminal activity that's very terrestrial that we're dealing with down here. That's why I also think like flat earth and, and things like that. It's a psychological operation that is a distraction from the very terrestrial evil things that are going on, like Bohemian Grove like the Council on Foreign Relations, like this pandemic, like all of these things where it's just people making decisions and doing evil things and then lying about it and then profiting off of it. And then they create uh, disinformation campaigns, psychological operations or psyops as we call them. And uh, all of these different distractions in order for us to argue about semantics and whether the Earth is flat, or is it round, or they're aliens, or they're not aliens, blah, 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 blah. But we're not focusing on 9-11 was an inside job. It was carried out by the U.S. government. Osama bin Laden worked for the State Department. That has been declassified. Pearl Harbor was an inside job. The Gulf of Tonkin incident was an inside job. The burning of the Rostag under the Third Reich, you know, before the precursor to the Third Reich, was an inside job. The World War One and World War Two were funded by both sides, by the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. Uh, all of these things that are very well documented, and we have all of that information at Dark Docs, smoking gun. It's there, but they think you're too stupid to read this stuff, and they think that you're too stupid that if you even read this stuff, you won't understand it, or you won't be able to put the puzzle pieces together to actually be like, ah, you know? And then they, they make fun of you if you do. If you're that guy with, you know, this picture of JFK and then you have the, 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 the red twine going to something else over there and, you know, you're wearing a tinfoil hat and you're crazy to these people. But, you know, because they, they want you to be obedient. They don't want you to be an intellectual. And if you do want to be an intellectual, you have to do it through their channels of indoctrination through their university systems, Yale, Harvard, Cambridge, all of these, uh, you know, corrupt organizations, which, you know, they operate like the Church of Scientology or the, the Mormon Church or any of these other cults. You know, the university system is a cult. You pay them money, and the more money you pay them, they, they give you a bachelor's degree. You pay them more money and you get more indoctrination and they give you a master's degree. You pay them more money and then more indoctrination and then slave labor when you go into these internships and you're working for someone else and they're not paying you, they're giving you college credit and then you're continuing to pay tuition and then eventually you get a bachelor's degree. And then if you do anything like in Plandemic, uh, the, the Dr. Makovich, uh, I think is how you say it, you know, you, when after you've been working in the field for decades and you're world-renowned and you, you have clinical studies and you're really making a difference with your degree and stuff, when you speak out against their criminal activity, 
they they do this to you. They cut you off of YouTube, off of Facebook, off of the mainstream media. They smear your name so that you can't get a job working anywhere, and they will destroy you. Uh, my background is in architecture. I was rounding third base to get a bachelor's degree in, in architecture and be an architect and go for uh, my license and uh, you know the board. Uh, you know I was going to join the American Institute of Architects and do all of these things. And then as I was, you know, I'm, I'm nine credits away from getting my bachelor's degree, and I, you know, I, I noticed things that were really corrupt within uh, the Florida International University that I went to, and, uh, and when I spoke out about them, and then they were trying to get me to, uh, you know, you, we, you know, we don't have the classes that you need to graduate. Oh, okay, well then just give me my degree. Oh, well, we can't do that. You know, can you get your friends to sign up for the classes? Then if we get enough uh, students in these class, I'm like, I'm not your recruiter. I don't work for the university. You are working for me. I'm paying you tuition. You know, just give me the give me the class. If you don't have the class, give me the degree. You know, I'm willing to take whatever tests. I have been here for you know six years, two years undergraduate, uh, and then you know four years going towards the degree. And uh, I've done all, the, jumped through all the hoops. I've spent thousands of dollars. I have spent you know hundreds of dollars on architectural models and you know sleepless nights building these things and reading these books and uh, and for what and then once I get the degree then you then you pay money to, to take the test and then I have friends that are, are actually practicing architects and they were like yeah it's you know, now I'm getting sued by this guy you know because the contractor didn't do this right and then but because I'm the architect you know and, and even though I'm paying for liability insurance for all of this stuff you know he, he's still going through the ringer and Whatever your degree is, it's it's not there. It's not yours. It's not there forever. There's going to be something at some point that you're going to have to make a decision to either, you know, bite your, you know, you know shove your morals down, you know, way deep down, and look the other way while things are happening that you disagree with in order for you to stay in your profession. Or if you become a whistleblower and speak out about you, they will destroy your name. You know, and that's how these cults work. And uh, you know, that's when I decided I was not going to be a part of it. And uh, you know, and young people that are like, "Oh, I'm going to go to college and do this and that," like, I feel bad, but I, I hate to rain on their parade. But like, don't do it. You know, all of the information you need for the majority of things, you can learn on your own. You know, it's all out there. We, you know, we have the internet at our fingertips. We have all of these databases, all of these different things where you can learn. And uh, you know, I mean, of course, to be a doctor or things like that, you you need a degree to. You know, they they make you go through all those hoops in order to get that job. And you know, if, if that's what you want to do, go for it. But I'm telling you, it's a hard road, and there's going to come a time where you, your morals are going to be in question and you have to make these decisions. And you're either going to just look the other way, keep your job, or you're going to have to, uh, you know, stand up for yourself and your name and, and your, your career is going to be over. That's a very hard uh, choice that we all make. Um, 
I had the same thing, really, and uh, I just got turned off from from what school was, and like, what am what am I doing this for? You know, it's like I'm, I'm going to get trapped in the system where my options for jobs are going to be, you know, different. It might be better, but it might not be better. Um, so, am I going to spend all of this time to just end up getting a job that I'm going to have to sell up my soul and my morals and my principles for? You know, or would I rather just take some hard labor job, some job where I don't have to to do that? And that was a tough choice. Um, and especially in California, it's so expensive. Can you think about all the people that are in debt because they went to college, they have those those student loans, and the Democrats are acting like, oh yeah, just you know. If you vote, if you vote us in, we're going to get rid of those student loans, and it's just like they're just bribing people. It's it's a whole thing. I wanted to be a journalist, and when I realized that there are no journalists, if you're going to join one of the big companies and make some money to pay off those student loans, you're not going to be able to be the journalist that you ethically need to be to be an actual journalist. You're going to be... They'll tell you what to say, and you're going to have to, mm -hmm. you know, suck a dick or fuck a kid or do something awful. And, uh, and you're not going to just have to do it once. You know, you are going to be their bitch. <laughs> and, and do, you know, you have to do whatever they tell you to do, say whatever they want you to say, and, and that's the way of it. Uh, unless you want to end up like uh, you know, like uh, like Abby Martin or or uh, some of these people, and you know there are some places where you can get away with you know actually being a real journalist, but you're not going to make a lot of money, and you're going to have to um, you know take on your own. You have to be an entrepreneur, like a, a lot of these uh, real journalists, uh, like Luke Radowski. Uh, boots on the grounds, you know, going places and actually filming and interviewing and stuff. You're going to have to work with corporations that you agree with that are willing, that like you and are willing to pay you money to sponsor their products. Um, and, you know, and that's the same way the big, the big guys work too. But at least you're not working for Pfizer and Merck and uh, General Electric and uh, Johnson & Johnson and in these real evil big corporations, you know, you can actually pick who you work with at a smaller level, um, you know, or you can just kind of do what we're doing and, and starve to death, you know, uh, by refusing any advertising. Um, but we're we're not compromised. I can say whatever I want to say. I can post whatever I want to post, and because once you have an advertiser, you have someone that's like, hey, you can't talk about this. And if you do, then we'll pull our advertising, and then you don't have any money. So in order, you know, that's why uh, the No Agenda show with Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak uh, has been so successful for 30, uh, I'm sorry, not 30, for, uh, they're going on 13 years now. Uh, Adam Curry, if you guys aren't familiar, is the inventor of podcasting. They call him the Podfather. And um, John Dvorak, uh, John C. Dvorak, he, he worked for PC Magazine as a writer for years, and uh, once he started covering 5G, they fired him. And, uh, you know, so that's when he started going full-time with uh, the thing, and uh, with the, the No Agenda uh, podcast. And uh, they're what, what's called value for value, where they work all week, and Thursdays and Sundays they do these three-hour podcasts, just like we're doing right now, 
and they research a bunch of stuff just like we've been doing and we're bringing to you and um, you have people that donate to the show and they become producers and then there's a associate produ uh, executive producers executive producers uh, at certain dollar amounts I mean people are donating two hundred and fifty a thousand dollars an episode and they'll read their letters on the air and stuff and eventually I'd like to get enough uh, listeners uh, to to this now that we're starting up again where you know we can actually get those kind of do dollar donations and we would like to read you know what you guys think on the air you can email us and stuff and uh, so you know we'd like to start that right now with season two of Dark Off Digest if you click the help button right here at the top of darkdocs.com uh, that will take you to our PayPal page also um, we have a um, if you scroll down to the bottom we have our cash app uh, cash.app forward slash darkdocs and anything that Greg is on I'm going to split 50-50 with them yeah the little red thing cash app and then yeah this will take you to uh, paypal.me forward slash sacred owls uh, it's all it's all us. All goes to the same place. Dark Dog, Sacred Owls, ChildLivesMatter.org. It all goes to us, and we put it a hundred and fifty percent into this. I will match what you donate. With we put a lot of money into all this stuff. Uh, also, if you you'd like to see something for your money, we have a shop now. Uh, you can click on shop or the shopping cart, and uh, we just came out with yesterday T-shirts. Uh, we got uh, Dark Docs, This Is Information Warfare t-shirts. Uh, we screen print them ourselves. I've been running Coffin's Print Shop since 1998. I do all the screen printing here uh, in Orlando, Florida, myself. Uh, and uh, we have anti-mask, Mask Buster t-shirts, Child Lives Matter shirts, uh, anti-Pedo Buster shirts. And um, the Owl Buster shirts uh, for the first time. Usually they say Sacred Owls, but I thought it'd be nice for Dark Docs to have one that's just the Owl Buster. Um, and if you guys have any ideas for T-shirts or stickers, uh, you know, we, we'd like to, uh, you know, we'll, we'll make whatever you guys want. You know, if you have a message that you really want on a T-shirt, let us know. We're, we're printing them ourselves, so I can burn a screen and screen print whatever you guys have in mind. Also at the shop, um, for $100, uh, we have a, a one terabyte hard drive, thumb drive, uh, really nice switchblade thumb, thumb drive that we stamp with the Dark Docs logo. And uh, on that one terabyte thumb drive, the reason why it's 100 bucks is because it has our, it is darkdocs.com. It has all of the videos, audio files, documents, and, and a copy of the website so it's easy to navigate. And then that, that is um, you know, all compressed onto, onto that thumb drive and there's still some extra room for you to save things or you can you know, plug it into other things. But if they ever take down our website or you just don't have the time and patience to right click save as every single thing in our archive and you just want the whole thing, we'll mail you a thumb drive with the whole thing for a $100 donation. Uh, we also have two DVDs out. We have um, uh, the very first uh, Sacred Owls documentary. It's three hours and 45 minutes. Sacred Owls, they are here to save the world. These films are, you're, you can download them for free, but we have a, a you know professional quality 
uh, shrink-wrapped DVDs uh, that come with the, all the chapters and uh, an in, in insert and everything. Uh, and it's us at the Bohemian Grove with Greg and Brendan uh, two years ago. It's crazy. It's been so long. And uh, also us at the Georgia Guidestones, uh, Boys Town, Nebraska now, um, the Denver Airport. Uh, we went to um, uh, Las Vegas. And you know it, it's it's covering us on tour and all of our music videos. Uh, there's 13 documentaries in total in this three-hour and 45-minute DVD. Also, uh, Sacred Owls live together at Lou's. Uh, it has the uh, the Tom Hanks uh, Mouthy Buddha uh, Pedogate 2020 documentary and uh, the James Alephantis, uh Expose that that they did. Those are great films. Uh, it has the uh, the David Icke interview. It has Pandemic One on there. And during the first lockdown here in Orlando, Florida, Sacred Owl did a live show and and broadcast it live on Greg Fernandez's channel. And uh, some clips from Animated No Agenda in regards to COVID. So it was. This is pretty much our version of the. Uh, one World Together at Home. We did the anti-One World Order together live at Uncle Lou's. Uh, Uncle Lou here in Orlando, he, he's a staple of the punk rock community. And uh, you know, he had the balls when no one else would to open up his business so we could, uh, we could do this live stream. The police came and everything, made sure that no one was uh, inside and they weren't serving alcohol. And uh, you know, it was a very interesting day. Uh, and... These are all things that you can purchase, uh, you know, that we have for sale. And again, 100% of the money that doesn't go to printing and shipping these things to you guys uh, goes directly into, you know, me being able to have the time to work on all these things and have new things for you every day. Work on new documentaries, and uh, we want to grow. Like, like I said, we want to get to the point where we're like Infowars and everything else, where. We have a crew that we can actually pay, and they don't have to do this for free. Because uh, right now we're at a point where we get a donation here and there, but um, we're doing this for free. We're doing this for you. We're doing this for humanity in order to have this information. We're being attacked constantly. We have to pay extra money for our, our firewall on our website, and now we have a separate server for all of, all of the downloads. and. They're going to continue to attack us. They're taking us off of social media. We're not able to monetize on, on YouTube like a lot of content creators. So really, uh, this is value for value. Um, if we don't get money, we're going to die uh, as, as an operation. And uh, eventually, as human beings, you know, because we don't have money to eat and pay bills and things, you know, especially during this, uh, this pandemic where... You know, getting jobs is, is hard, you know, and uh, getting gigs. And uh, I haven't sold, you know, I run a record label. No one's buying CDs and cassettes and DVDs uh, because everyone's spending all of their money to try to survive. Any money that they, they get, you know, because of these lockdowns, because, you know, it's destroying the economy uh, at every level. Uh, businesses are shutting down, restaurants are not going to open up again, and that's what they want. They want us to, you know, have, they want the, 
these these Democrats at the moment, uh, and some Republicans, neoconservatives, these globalists, this is what they really are, uh, they want you to be driving down the street and everything is shut down and boarded up and closed down and set on fire from the last protest, the last Antifa Black Lives Matter protest. Um, you know, and I say that specifically because whenever there's an anti-lockdown protest or a Second Amendment protest or an anti-mask protest, those aren't the people that are burning down buildings. Those aren't the people that are doing these horrible things. It's the left. You know, take it for what it is. You know, you, the right-wing people are the ones that are the entrepreneurs. They're the ones that are the business owners. You know, that Republican really just means that you are for the republic and not, you know, this isn't a democracy, this is a federal republic. And, you know, we're founded on a free open market uh, where you can, you can start a business, you can do whatever you want. But they don't want you to have a business. They want your business to be shut down and you have to go to Walmart, run by China. You have to go to Target. You have to go to these big box stores and then you have to wear a mask and you have to get a vaccination and you have to get all these things in order to go to these big box stores or else you can't get the things that you need to survive. You can't go to your you know, your neighbor's hardware store or, you know, the woman down the street's little grocery market. They want all of that shut down. And you can only get these pharmaceuticals and con agra, you know, homogenized foods and uh, they have no nutritional value and they're going to make you sick and they're going to give you something else and you have to take a pill for that and you're a slave. You know, we want freedom, we want free humanity, I want to be able to choose where I get my food and I don't mean choose Taco Bell or Burger King, I mean I want to be able to choose from local places that aren't constantly being threatened to being threatened that they're going to be shut down and that's what being a human being is it's being able to do things locally and saying no I don't want to go here I want to go here instead I don't like this business I'm not going to support them I'm going to go here instead they want to get the socialism you, know, you go to a socialist country and that's what you know there's one kind of toothpaste if you're lucky there's one kind of candy bar if you're lucky is, you know, if you have enough uh, food stamps, you can get your rice. <laughs> you know, and that's what they want. They want you to, you know, just get the bare minimum and not have any choice, and and not be able to do things on your own. All the fruits that you buy from them, they don't have seeds, so you can't grow them on your balcony. And uh, that's the future we're going to have if you don't support. Operations like ours, local businesses, start your own businesses, and um, you know, stop. Turn turn the news off. Stop listening to the media, and uh, you know, we do it because we have to catch them in all their lies and publish it and analyze it and stuff like that. And you know, and it, don't take our words for it. You know, we we, we make these uh, these podcasts and documentaries and things to make it easy for you, but we encourage you to go further, look at the documents, watch the source material, and then don't just get it from our source, try to find it somewhere else, but I'll tell you what, they're censoring it everywhere we go, 
half of the stuff on Dark Docs, we have the banned on YouTube badge of honor, we call it, uh, because right after we download it, uh, it gets pulled, you know, due to community guidelines violations and hate speech and this is dangerous material. And, you know, they're trying to tell you what's dangerous for you. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if this is going to be pulled, uh, you know, once we're done with it. I'm going to have to download it real quick before they pull it so I can put it up on Dark Docs or else we're going to have to do it again. We'll do it again and again and again because we love you. Um, anything else you want to cover? I mean, I think this is a pretty solid uh, broadcast. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I definitely think so, too. Um, I think we've covered about everything here, at least for uh, for the time being. I'm sure, you know, I don't think anybody knows what's going to happen. You guys tune in to the, the Gray State uh, broadcast. I'm going to be tuning in. I'm going to shut up for a while because I want to hear what you guys have been up to with the Gray State. And uh, I'd like to jump on one of those soon uh, yeah. you know, with you guys. And uh, I want to jump back on board now that I'm caught up with all this dark doc stuff and all of this lockdown stuff and my treehouse stuff is, you know, rounding third base. Uh, I can actually, like, sit down and start organizing files because I do want to put out this race stage documentary at darkdocs.com very soon. At least, like, a, a first episode, 30-minute, you know, like, starter, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah. Yeah, I've been I've been talking with our group here, and uh, we definitely think that the the best way to tackle this is to kind of build off of the format of my book. So we could even say, you know, e we could even say each chapter is like its own kind of mini yeah, mini doc or something. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. Like when we initially started talking about this, like uh, the uh, exposing pedo swim documentary and. Even Sacred Owls, they are here to save the world. I spent a year putting together that documentary. It's three hours and 45 minutes. And originally, it was about six hours long. I really had to, like, you know, trim wow. the fat to get it to that point, you know, of, of something that is, like, and it's still very long, but uh, when, you, when you break it down, that it's actually 13, uh, I'm sorry, it's 10 chapters. Um, it's eight short documentaries and then music videos and things. Um, it, it's just very daunting uh, as someone who, who's, who's putting this all together uh, it, it just feels like ugh, it's too much, there, there's too many video files, there's too many PDF documents, there's too many podcasts and, and in your projects it, it dwarfs what we have I mean there's you. how many uh, great state uh, great stage uh, episodes on YouTube do you have? <laughs> well, I have I have 198. Um, 198. About, uh, yeah, Dan has over 50, and I think Catherine has maybe another 70 or 80. That doesn't include our podcast. We do a, a monthly podcast. Uh, so every every month, in the first of every month, we will put out a brand new podcast for the Gray Stage podcast. So that's still working on and on and on. But all that's based on the book. So maybe it's a good idea for you to kind of go back and listen to the podcast, and then maybe we just say every podcast will kind of do like a like a mini doc off of that, and then once it's all done, we'll have we'll have a whole documentary. There are a few things you know that we need to talk about privately too um, that could be associated with this 
the documentary, the COVID thing really slowed things down. Um, oh, yeah. I was still in contact with the Apple Valley police, and the, the COVID thing is, you know, really slowed a few things down. I think that's all I want to say on that, pretty much. But, you know, there's, there's so much to it, and it's just about, you know what, um, how do we make it easy for somebody who doesn't know anything about this? And that's what I try to do with, with my book. That's what we try to do with the podcast. And I think that's what we really want to do with your film here is to, um, you know, I, I really think it's a great idea to have a 30, 40 minute kind of um, like very simple introduction documentary that kind of just gets people caught up on everything that we kind of know as of this this point so yeah i definitely think we have a lot to to talk about there oh yeah but yeah again it's very daunting like by you know, with all of that being said each one of those podcasts or youtube videos i mean i know how you guys roll this is no different than what we're doing right now each one of those is probably what two three four five six hours long so if I were to actually listen to and watch every single one of those things, I'd be done by the time of about sixty. <laughs> no, was, no, there are you know, there are some better. Hours there are some better. Some of them are are short. I mean, some of them can be as short as you know five minutes. Some of them are just a music okay. video with some some clips and and stuff. But um, you know, there is a there is a lot. Some of I remember the, we, we did a, Dan, you and I did one uh, a gray state dark Docs digest. It's um that's right. And under our audio tab, you go to dark Docs digest. We have our first uh. 20, I think 24 episodes, and it was uh, one, yeah, episode 23 back uh, 5 5 19 of last year. We did the Great State special. Um, that was a really good one. I mean, we had that one. We yeah, there was a lot of stuff uh, that came to light and kind of came together on that one. But uh, I'm sure what yep. you guys, I mean, I listened to some of them. I'm not gonna lie, I. Probably listen to about three or four of them. Whenever they come up on YouTube, you know, if I have a moment, I like kind of stop everything and try to get as much as possible because I feel like, like, like a fraud, you know, if I don't, you know. And, and of course, it's very interesting. It's a very interesting case. Uh, there's so much wrong with all of it, and uh, you know, we need justice for for David Crowley and his wife and daughter because uh, it's disgusting with um, the. Well, what was this Gray State? Is what with the yeah. uh, the, the Netflix uh, documentary, which you're in, and, and Dan and uh, Dan is in very briefly. Um, but they they screwed you guys over. They screwed over um, everyone involved with uh, his operation, and there's a lot of sabotage from within. And yeah, um, we really need to do something. It's it's daunting not just because of the amount of information, but it's also very mm -hmm. daunting because we have to do something that is actually going to make a difference, or else it's not yeah, worth doing at all. 
Yeah, and, and the other thing is we shouldn't have to. We have people, there are people that were part of David's circle that should be helping us, not combating us, not, not tackling us, not going after us. They should be helping us. If they really care about these, these things that they made money off of, that they want to make money off of, if they really care, they would be right with them. But yet we're complete strangers and we care about discussing. Yeah, it's really sad. But, um, yeah, man, um, so I guess that's a good setup, a good place to start. You know, you guys tune in in the next hour for, uh, for Greg and Dan uh, for the Gray State uh, vlog. <laughs> I don't like using that word. What do you guys like to call it? It's not a podcast, because it's, it's a video podcast. Yeah. I guess it, anyway. Yeah, I guess it's just another video. Another video on the it's David Crowley channel. another damn video. <laughs> Just, just 199, no problem. It's just a big pain in the ass video that you have to watch. <laughs> no, there's I'm sure going to be a lot of uh, great information. I hope you guys got some value from this broadcast. I really enjoyed doing this. I like this format. I'm going to do this again. Let me know what you guys think. I'm going to get a longer HDMI cable. Um, if you guys uh, make some donations, I'll, I'll I'll get some some more nice things. Make this cool. Uh, make this uh, more interesting for you guys and uh, you know we, we just want to keep making things better more professional more interesting uh, easier for you to digest this information make it entertaining um, and uh, I know we dropped a lot on you on this episode uh, we hope to have more lighthearted fun stuff in the future but the fact of the matter is that right now things are grim things are bad things are as bad as they've been and they've been bad for a long time and they're only going to get worse as long as you guys are wearing a mask as long as we're you know kowtowing to these these corrupt evil people that are running things take your mask off go out there be human say no to this stuff expose these corrupt evil people that are doing terrible things and uh yeah, thanks for tuning in. I love you, Greg. You're, 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 you're I love a great you too, guy. brother. I love you too, man. And we'll have to right. do this again soon. Sounds good. All right, until next time. Until next time.